I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the value pack. And welcome everybody to another episode of the Value Pack. Hey guys, Rizzler from the future here. Uh, realized later on in the podcast that we forgot to do our shout out to our $20 patrons on Patreon. So just wanted to splice that in here real quick. Thank you so much to I Carry and Just a Car, I Has Issues, Lord Carrot, Fucking My PP Itches, and uh, Talus X Septum. Thank you so much to you guys and everybody else that supports us on Patreon. And uh, yeah, back to past Reslar and past Frosty. Now we have a very special episode for you guys today. And that's because uh, we're going old school. Not only do we not have a guest, we also do not have a Maywa. <laughs> oh, I, was, I, I was waiting for you to say we also don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, we got a couple. We got a couple things, but uh, Nayashi isn't joining us today. Uh, he is getting married relatively soon. I think like next weekend or the week after or something. So he's like hella busy right now. Things are really really chaotic, and like uh, we might not see him for a while because he's just very very busy with wedding things. So um, it's just me and Frosty today. We're going old school. Uh, which means I probably half of you have already clicked off of this video, so I'm pretty hype about it, honestly. Um, <laughs> Without the Maywa, dude. This is not <laughs> interesting. See, look, Frosty, people in your chat are already complaining. Can't choose 40p, so audio only today. Look at that. Oh, yeah, dude. I know, I know. Dude, I, I, don't know what, I don't know what the fuck, dude. I'm not partner, you know? I can't. He's I, just <laughs> I'm simply... <laughs> Not popular enough to give you guys what you need. I apologize. Every time you start your stream, you just have to keep restarting it until you get the option to change the quality. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alright, so we got a couple small things to talk about. We have an ass load of comments uh, from the last episode of the podcast. Thank you guys so much for checking that out. I know it was a really fucking long one, but Kyrene was really interesting, and we had a lot of, uh, we had a lot of really good debate and stuff. Um, so let's talk about the shit we want to get out of the way first. First of all, I wanted to talk about this because I just kind of caught the tail end of it last night and I thought it was extremely interesting. And first of all, let me, let me, let me, let me disclaimer first. I don't have all the details. I just know what I saw and what I had someone tell me. But, uh, Jules has taken over the EU Siege podcast, which was apparently just a whole lot of drama last night that I just barely managed to catch. Uh, the TLDR, as far as I'm aware, is that last week, like, uh, not yesterday, but, like, actually last week, he hosted it because the guy who normally hosts it was, like, sick or something. And then that's also where the clip that I think everybody or a lot of people have seen where somebody's talking about what happened in Siege and all of a sudden a vacuum cleaner just comes on. That was Jules. <laughs> that, that was Jules. So <laughs> that's where that came from. And basically people wanted him to like do it again. 
And he, I think he was under the impression that he was going to do it again. But then the guy who normally does it, like, never told him that, like, hey, I, you know, you're going to be hosting it again. So it kind of became, as far as I'm aware, like, this thing where normally hosts, like, well, I never said that I wasn't going to. And Jules was like, well, but I was told that I, I was and everybody wants me to anyway. And so they kind of had this, like... And it wasn't like a big fight or anything, but it was him and it was Jules, the guy who normally hosts it, and then another guy who I think helped like set up the whole thing. Just kind of like had this three-way like standoff, like old Western standoff sort of thing. It was very, it was very awkward because Jules, <laughs> Jules got into a chat with both of them with his stream on, with like five hundred people watching. It was actually the most painful thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, so yeah, he just he straight up fucking yoinked that that uh that podcast. So the, the yikes! The term Reslar used is it was Norelioed. Dude, he yeah, has... he Norelioed it actually. Like, what the fuck? I I wish I could contribute to this conversation, but I was under the impression that EU servers were being closed with the Bless Online beta. Um, but I guess they're <laughs> still live. I don't know. I didn't know people still played in EU. That's actually really exciting. So shout out, shout out to <laughs> to them. To bless online. Oh, uh, dude, see yeah. podcast drama, man. It's uh unavoidable, I guess. Yeah, I, th- that's kind of the issue with like a siege podcast, right? Is that a siege podcast doesn't really belong to one person. It's like the communities. You know what I mean? Right. It, it's kind of it's kind of weird in how Siege podcasts like operate. I don't know. It's very very strange. I, it's always been a weird thing. Uh, like I remember, like the first Siege podcast was started, I believe, it because uh, I forget what it was called. But there was, like, a separate podcast that had, like, a portion of it dedicated to Siege. And then, basically, the Siege portion just got so much bigger than the whole other, like, rest of the podcast that it just kind of became its own thing. And then that was started by uh, my friend Aki, by the way. Uh, Well, I don't know if he would call me a friend still. Old friend. Uh, Akihiko Kayaba, who uh, runs the Blood Oath. And then I believe what happened is that when Lakari started streaming it, uh, Aki was just like, yeah, well, you can just, like, run it because, you know, you, you get, like, all the, all the views and all the people want you to do it, so go ahead. And then Lakari ran it for a while. And then when Lakari quit, I think it just kind of stopped for a while. My memory is kind of fuzzy on this, but I think it just kind of, like, stopped happening for a while. And then it kind of got picked back up by, I think it was Tim. It was either <laughs> Tim or someone else. I don't remember. My 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 fucking uh my fucking memory on it Tim. is also fuzzy. I think it was Tim that picked it back up after Lakari quit though. Tim, Tim is saying in chat it stopped for a month and then he DM'd Lakari for the role of di- on Discord. Okay, yeah. So it was Tim who picked it back up, and then uh yeah. So then Tim started doing it after that, but. It's always just weird. It, the Siege podcast is always such a a weird thing, and it's good to see that 
uh, it's not just NA that seems to have drama with it. EU also does, so that's good. Um, so anyway, uh, congratulations, I guess, to Jules for successfully uh, commandeering, commandeering, and the word. <laughs> yeah, for successfully commandeering so, the ship. Yeah, I mean. And I'm sure I probably got some facts wrong. I'm sure EU people will let us know in the comments what we got wrong. I'm sure we I messed up somewhere in there. Um. So anyway, yeah, just some interesting stuff going on over in uh, Pretend Land. So next yeah. topic, uh, GMs we, we <laughs> and loot scrolls. We do have confirmation that loot scrolls do not work. Yeah. Uh, no. So yeah, no, that, they, that was they, fun. They do work. No, 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 no. <laughs> what was it? They they do work on the health pot on <laughs> Tuesday and Thursday, yeah. and then they don't work <laughs> or something. Yeah, they work I on the health remember. pot Monday, Wednesday, thir- Friday. Loot scrolls work on the health yeah. pot, and then Tuesday, Thursday, they work on the mana pot. Saturday, Saturday, they work mana on pot. both, I believe, and then Sunday oh, yeah, they yeah, don't work on either because. That's God's death. No, on Sunday, you actually lose, I think. You actually lose a chance. Oh, yeah, yeah, the drop rate goes down. You're right, you're the right. The drop rate goes down because that's the Lord's day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you have no idea what we're talking about, there was a whole bunch of drama with, and it kind of originated on Reddit, really. Or I, I won't say it originated on Reddit, but it blew up on Reddit. Um, people posting fake screenshots, basically of GMs saying that loot scrolls did not work on the infinite pot pieces. Um, and people were freaking out. People were overreacting. People were acting like this screenshot was the ultimate proof. Uh, just for the record, don't believe screenshots, kids. Like, you should try and get actual confirmation before you get grab the pitchforks. Um, so, yeah, people were really mad. And then... Uh, Spoiler alert, it came out that they do affect infinite pot pieces. Uh, we do have actual confirmation from GMs that they say it does work. Um, but the post that we're specifically referring to with all that nonsense we just said was Morlin posted an absolutely fucking A-tier, or I would say, I would go as far as to say S-tier uh, post on Reddit that was a fake a screenshot just like all the other ones but it just had like the absolute most ridiculous shit on it that you've ever seen and that's everything that we just laid out that the the loot scrolls only work on health pots monday wednesday friday they only work on mana pots tuesday and thursday on saturday it works for both and on sundays you actually lose a chance of getting the infinite pot piece because that's the lord's day and you shouldn't be working <laughs> So I know I'm I'm always the white knight in these situations, and it, you know it's I wear my title proud. All right, the thing is, is there's such a uh, a strong desire to say, see, these motherfuckers are pieces of shit. When like in reference to Kakao or PA, like the whole right. loot scroll thing, it was just like, see, like these guys lied to you, made you waste your loot scrolls. Like this whole like I don't know, it's there's so much like motivation to. To feel that way and then i i liked too it was like um well why then didn't they tell us that the loot scrolls work you know like 
wouldn't that have just been easier? And it's like, well, because it's a fucking item, and that loot scrolls buff the drop rate of items. Like, it's just like how it is. Like, it, it's one of those things that it's like, if they released a new accessory, are they going to say, like, somewhere in the notes, like, by the way, this accessory can be dropped with a higher drop rate if you use a loot scroll? Like, it's just like one of those, like, given. Like, that's what the loot scroll's for. It's like a kind of a weird thing to go out of your way to even say it, because it just, you shouldn't have to kind of thing. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Uh, so yeah, people got super upset, man. They were like really, really tilted that they wasted. Like people were saying how many loot scrolls they used. Like, see, I used a hundred loot scrolls. Like we better get compensation, all this bullshit. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, you, uh, you needed those loot scrolls. Although I don't know, man, I, I got mine without my first piece without a loot scroll. So I yeah, but you're also an RNG carried fuck boy. So no, but I went and did really mansions with the loot scroll and it didn't work. So I'm starting to think it actually <laughs> does lower the drop rate. <laughs> Uh, I posted that picture, by the way, if you want to bring it up on stream. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll just kind of read it word for word so you can see it in all its glory. All credit goes to Moreland for this fucking piece of art. So he, he photoshopped GM Rotaz's uh, like name and icon in Discord and says, After speaking with the developers, we have confirmed that loot scrolls do affect potion piece drops, but only on certain days. The health potion pieces are boosted on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Whereas mana potion pieces are boosted Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. On Sunday, loot scrolls actually reduce your drop rate for all pieces. When we asked for clarification on this, the developers told us, and I quote, Sunday is the Lord's Day. You should be resting, not grinding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so... Rest assured, you yeah. guys can uh, waste your loot scrolls at, at Mansions and Blood Wolves and Shear Runes. Congratulations. Uh, man. Dude, I'm actually like, I know I haven't put in nearly as many hours as other people, but it's actually so depressing that I've probably already sunk probably close to 50 hours in this point into just all types of loot scroll grind, or loot scroll, uh, pot piece grinding, and I haven't gotten a single one. Like, it just depresses the fuck out of me. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man. It's so... It's, if I just had one piece, that would, like, so much, like... That would do so much to, like, reinvigorate my drive to, like, keep grinding. But right now, I'm just like, Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. I got the one piece pretty early on, and then I went and grinded at another spot. And after a few hours of not making any actual silver, you you start to be like, you know what? I don't know how important this pot really is. Uh, I think I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, you got to make what, like 82 billion or some shit to yeah. buy the shit you want. I'm gonna go do literally anything else, <laughs> dude. I'm so far. I did cross the 15 bill mark. I have 15 bill raw silver, so that's good. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, what is that? One fifth of the way there. <laughs> Almost there, dude. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on the fast track, dude. Now, are you counting? Are you counting the money you can make by selling your your shit you currently yeah. have? So with that, I have I would have about twenty five bill after tax. So, yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So look at that, man. You see, you gotta look at the the glass half full. You know. Well, you also got to fact. I also have to factor in the fact that once I'm within about twenty bill, I'm probably gonna start selling off my pen armors and my. <laughs> my, my dandy you know because fuck it you never know 
Do not recommend you doing that. <laughs> Pull out my Kafras, get taxed on pulling them out and selling them. You will immediately hate yourself if you actually did that for how hard you had to work for some of that shit. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on. Morgan's Journal came out. One AP, one DP. Yeah, it's it's out. Have you started yeah. it? No. It's really simple. Like, this one's actually super easy. So you can get... It's just... It literally just costs money. Like, that's it. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, okay. You can buy... You can literally buy the reform stone. You can finish the first journal, like, instantly. So you just need a, a duo green armor and a duo green weapon. You go exchange those two. You need, like, 50 armor... Or weapon or, or armor stones. Turn those in and then... Seven weapon or armor uh, reform stones. Turn those in and you're done. Part one done. Uh, part two, you need a bunch of bullshit. I did it all in one day. I went and like, I spent like an hour and a half or two hours just enhancing everything from like plus eight or plus seven. <laughs> um, and it wasn't that bad, honestly. I got fucked on fail stacking, but I got RNG carried on the enhancements. Like, I hit, like, plus 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, like, all with relative ease. I probably spent in total, like, 1.5 billion, counting, like, all the mats and memory fragments and stones and stuff, plus buying the items, which I think is relatively cheap. Um, so the thing is, you get these drop rate buffs when you turn these in. So when you turn these in, you kind of want to stagger them a little bit. Yeah, um, I wish they were just scrolls instead of, like... Yeah, me too. Just slapping yeah. the buff on you. So the like the one AP gives you a twenty four hour twenty percent drop rate buff, which is pretty cool. Uh, it, it's yeah. I wish it was scrolls too though. That would be way 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 fucking easier. Um, <laughs> someone in chat said, "Hey buddy, you got long left on your grind." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about two hours. I'm on the shit side rotation, dude. No one should be asking me for this spot. I'm over here in the fucking buttfuck nowhere. Just for that reason. <laughs> so I don't get bothered. Um, but yeah, so I'm just... I, did, I turned in the AP one, got my 20% buff. I, the, the DP bracket and the stamina and the other shit doesn't really affect me. So I'm just going to go turn those in after. Like every time one of these runs out, I'll go turn it in again. Right, yeah. See, that's why I wish they were just scrolls, so you could just turn them all in, yeah. collect your scrolls, and then pop them whenever you like. Also, it doesn't affect life-skilling stuff, right? Which is kind of lame for people that don't grind a lot. Alright. You've been, you've been gathering it in a barn stuff for two weeks. Relax. Stop calling, do not call yourself a life-skiller, alright? I don't believe I did. This is fake news. This is... I. The implication is there in what you just said. I feel it. <laughs> It's like you're you're skinning turkeys and suddenly you're fucking top tier life skill. Hey, I don't, don't want to hear. It. Listen, my gathering is artisan ten. Okay, you want to know what it was when I started this journey? Artisan nine. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, Morgan's journal is out. Uh, if you're a newer player, probably don't worry about it. There's like cheaper ways for you to get one AP, but for people who are like at Frosty's gear, aka gear carried as fuck, uh, it's really nice. That one AP is really, really nice for people like that. So if you're higher geared or if you, you know, you're at a point where you're struggling to get gains, that's probably worth it for you. Um, 
So yeah, the, the drop rate buff is kind of cool because it's actually really long. So you get four of them. It's like fi two of them, I think, are fifteen percent, and two are twenty, or maybe one's ten, one's fifteen, one's tw and two are twenty. But that's like, I, I believe they're all twenty-four hours. So yeah, you you run the numbers. What's seventy-two plus twenty-four? You're looking at ninety-six hours of pure joy. Yeah, just make sure you don't have a fucking node war to do whenever you pop that shit. <laughs> yeah. Now you're wasting like precious hours of your buff that you don't get to choose when you like yeah. want to use it. You gotta pop it on your grinding alt, dude. That we all have. The uh, grinding alt, dude. I I do have to say, although once I turn in the DP one, it's gonna fuck it up. But I got this nice fat round number now on my on my gear screen, dude. And now I'm two ninety, two ninety, three sixty. Dude, it actually bothers me. So right now, uh, I have 281, 281, 280, and it actually bothers the fuck out of me. Uh, the 280, <laughs> the 280 DP should bother the fuck out of you, because you yeah, not die. for the same reason that it might bother you. Then <laughs> you could <laughs> die at Poly Forest, dude. Think about that. Yeah. You say that I'm still able to kill people, man. It's fine. The only people that have the only people that have killed me is like archers or people that like actually just gank me and I'm not like ready for it. Those are the only people that can kill me. Archers kill me because they just run or run away and shoot me down. And I'm just like, get over here, you motherfucker. Yeah. Um I don't know. It's uh, that that amount of DP, I feel like I mean, it's already bad enough when you're 297. <laughs> that's what that dude that's my point though is like at 290 at, at 280 honest to god don't feel that much squishier than when i was at 297 yeah i mean i know in node wars like in large scale like absolutely you would because of just the sheer amount of chip damage you take but i'm being dead ass serious when i say i feel like it does not affect me that much in 1v1 I, i'm just being dead ass well I mean, when you had your full gear on in that video that I was fighting you in, I couldn't kill you in one combo. <laughs> That's later, Frosty. We're not to that one yet. Oh, um, jeez. All right. Anyway, stag stagger your Morgrim's journal turn-ins. The first buff you get from the first book is only 10%, so fucking just overlap it, dude, if you want your AP. You're not going to grind. 10% buff for 24 hours is who cares. I don't know. That's how I feel anyway. I'm turn in the AP. I'm gonna do the AP one first, then the DP, and then the other two. I did all of them. Like a lot of people didn't even like enhance for everything, but I kind of wanted the um, extra HP and stamina. You know. Hey, I have a question for you. What's up? Is the tent drop buff a scam? I feel like it's a scam. The tent drop buff. Yeah, I used it because I was like, let's see if this is worth it. I used it in Aachen the other day. And it, like, really did, like, I got nothing. I was like, well, this is a scam. Did you use the 50 mil one? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a scam, yeah. I'm pretty sure just grinding with it is, like, you have to be pretty RNG carried for it to pay for itself. Um, I only have used the 50 mil one once, and it actually did pay for itself because I got super carried. I used it in Secrea. I was on Arsha, Statue Room in Secrea. I had a loot scroll up. I popped that buff. Camo Blessing, and I got two Tungrad Rings straight drops and like 12 Black Magic Crystals. So that, Jesus in that case, Christ. it worked. But, uh, 
yeah, I feel like if I don't, if you don't get the Tungrad ring drops here or a rare drop, you're, it's like, nah. See, the game actually kind of insulted me in a way because I pumped the tent buff. I didn't get shit right. Like five minutes, maybe ten minutes after the the tent uh, buff ended, the tent uh, drop buff, I got mm -hmm. a black shard. I was like, wait, that's some shit. <laughs> How is Aquaman? You like an Aquaman? That's fine. I'm proud of you grinding a high-end spot, dude. I don't know. I'm just trying to... I, I spent a bunch of money recently, so I'm trying to, like, rebuild a little bit of my... Keep for when I feel the need to buy random bullshit that doesn't actually help me. <laughs> Bench on neck. <laughs> dude, I, I can't. I know it probably upsets you to hear, but there was a time when, when Reslar randomly... Like, this is when Reslar is supposed to be helping me run a guild. The right? only reason this story upsets me is because you always lie about no, what no, I no, did. No, I don't. I, I, I am on it. Here, so here's here's what happened. All right? Reslar and I, our guilds merged together. Okay? Mina was already on the fucking outs because Ranger got affected so heavily by the CC changes, he told me he can't even grind Gaha's bandits anymore because he has no stamina. So, <laughs> Reslar is is basically like the leader of the group of people that joined in the merge. So, I need Reslar's help because those people respect him, listen to him, and whatever, right? So, we're like kind of like co-leading this thing. And this motherfucker sells his Tri-Ogre ring to buy a Tri-Bencho's necklace because he wants to shot call on his warrior. And I, yeah, See? at the time, this is too early 2018, where it was like, dude, you're probably never going to get that Ogre ring back. It was the worst decision. It, there was not a single person that said, that's a good idea, Rez. You should do that. Bencho's neck is See, the way to but go. This is, this, is, this is where you lie. This is where you always lie when you say the, when you tell this story. I did not sell a Tri-Ogreen to buy a Tri-Bencho's necklace. I bought a Bencho's necklace, a Centaur, and two Kadri's. I went full <laughs> DP. I know. I, I leave those things out to protect you. <laughs> I went full DP, and it actually worked. I survived so long in those fights. You immediately hated it, dude. Don't lie. I did, but that was for different reasons. It worked exactly how I wanted it to. I just hated it because in 1v1s, I couldn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It was just funny because I remember we had like a, a guild RBF like right after we merged and you actually had a ton of points and then like a week later you switched to Bencho's build and I was like, wait, now you're not going to kill anyone. So now you're a wheelchair warrior because this is before Warrior got buffed like massively. Like, I don't, people don't really remember, but about a year ago, Warrior got a bunch of buffs that added like the block cancel and a bunch of other stuff. And then, and then they've been tweaked like a little bit here and there. So like the initial changes of Warrior were so devastating for you that you felt the only way you could deal with it is with a DR build. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I get CC'd out of everything I do, but I'm going to live through it. I don't give a <laughs> fuck. It is, it, it's also super funny to think about like all those DP accessories, how bad they are compared to actual just pen armor. Oh, yeah. But, dude, like, at that point in time, like, Pin was, like, a figment of everyone's imagination. Right. Like, people, I remember at the time, like, people were like, yeah, I'm never going for Pin. Like, why would I ever go for Pin? That's, like, way too dangerous. Like, I, I can't lose my tets. 
I remember people thought Penn at like 110 stack was a 15% chance. <laughs> I swear, like, that, I know, right? That was people's theory. It's like, dude, it's a 15% chance to fail and, or to succeed. And it's like, fuck, man. Even that seemed low, too. It's like, oh, that's crazy. Because you go back down to try and it's so hard to get to Tet. <laughs> yeah, it shows fucked. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, good times. That was when the game was good. Not like today. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's just run through the events real quick. So we got this stupid gold bar event that is uh, arguably the biggest scam they've ever had in this whole game ever. So Wait, get... why is it a scam? I haven't been paying attention. Okay, so they drop these gold bars. You get you can right. sell them directly for three mil, right? If you right. take ten of them and use manufacturing, you can get the gold bar RNG box which right. is almost guaranteed to give you a gold bar worth 10 mil. So you lose 20 mil every time you manufacture 10, 10 of these things. Wait, actually? Yeah, unless you get RNG carried and get more, which I'm now 0 for 3. I've gotten three 10 mil gold bars, so I'm 60 mil down. <laughs> uh, it's a scam. It's it's I if they dropped more often they're like rare as shit like that I've only been able to make three from like all the grinding I've done plus fishing it's just ugh. yeah I I don't know I, I personally I would just take the thirty mil if you don't like to gamble now I feel I have the the gambler's fallacies in me I got to get I got to keep doing it until I make my money back <laughs> <laughs> I have no so, choice wait, so I, at most you can get a hundred mil from it. So you basically trade okay. 30 for the chance to gain 70 additional, so 100 mil total. Um, but I've, okay. I've been exchanging the 30 mil, and I keep getting 10 mil gold bar back, and it's fucking tilting me. <laughs> um, the other thing, I'll, I'll, I'll go, we'll, we'll, I'll go back and forth. We'll start with the the good thing. Uh, this attendance award is actually sick as fuck. The Steam three year anniversary attendance award. Hmm. Um. I think is really, really fucking cool. The discount coupons on it are a scam, but everything else is pretty cool. Free fail stacks, old moon book, um, a free pet, uh, fine accessory box three. We get a free maid at the end. We get um, Shikatsu shiny box, Shikatsu normal box, couple shining adventure box, and this radiant adventure box, which is almost guaranteed to give me mount skill reroll coupons, which tilts me, but it's fine. Um, I feel like I usually get pets out of those fucking things. Yeah, well, do you have tier four pets? Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> oh shit, dude, that sucks. <laughs> it does. It really does. I, I mean, if it's a listable get, pet, I, it's not so out bad. Out of like, but... out of like every RNG box, I keep getting pets. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I always get mount reroll coupons. It's pretty cool. Um, which, by the way, I, I've been using. I've had my tier eight for probably. I want to say two full years. So anytime we've gotten mount reroll coupons from whatever, or if it came in a bundle in something, or like I, I've only like gotten them for just for free. And I have 31 fucking hope stacks on two seater. It's pretty fucking cool, dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> from fucking event mount reroll coupons or scam boxes. Uh, yeah. So that's the, uh, that's the, that attendance reward shit is kind of good. And that's like, separate from the the normal one that we always get see i actually i actually intentionally don't want to get two seaters so i don't have to deal with people asking me to take them places (laughs) 
Well, I don't mind. I mean, I don't mind people hopping on. I'd be like, all right, well, here's where I'm going the opposite way. So get off. I also don't want to contribute to the problem that I have every no door ever where I spawn and I try and hop on my horse. And because some dumbass left their horse with two seater in the goddamn <laughs> spawn, I can't jump on mine. Yeah. I if know, you that's, if that's you do that, you're actual scum. There's, by the way, let's just get that out of the way. There really is nothing worse than like, yeah, respawning and you're trying really hard to get back so you can help or whatever. You have your alt. You're like, dude, I might be able to save us, and you hop on someone else's horse for a second, <laughs> and you're yeah. just like, dude, fuck! I should have just walked then, out and whistled. Yeah, you have to get off. You have to run outside the base. You have to whistle, and because you're too close to the horse, you it doesn't just teleport. You have to wait for it to slowly walk over to you. It always glitches out halfway and just teleports anyway. And it's like, well, why didn't you just teleport from the start, you dumb motherfucker? Oh. <laughs> or you get bad RNG, or you do like you are conscious of that. So you're like, you know what? I I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna play it safe. I'm gonna walk outside the base. I'm gonna whistle my horse, and nine times out of ten, the horse will teleport. But the one time when you really need it there, for some reason, he can't figure out how to get around a barricade. So he's just sitting there <laughs> walking next to me, but I can't hop on him. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? And then I have to run like far away, and then whistle him when he's not on my screen to get him out. Yeah. Ugh. Or even worse, whenever you walk, when you, whenever you walk out, right, your base is like cleared, right? You're like, you're like, your your base is at like thirty percent. The enemy base also at like thirty percent. You're trying to get back there as fast as you possibly can. You fuck your your base is trying to rebuild. You run out. You whistle the horse. Right as your horse is running out, cannon lands right on it. Now you got to wait for a five second stun animation. It's oh god, I hate it so much. I hate horses in this game, bro. They're so bad. You know what's so funny though is I, I I've been playing a little bit of Red Dead Redemption, and while the horse mechanics are w far more realistic in that game um not being able to drift in instant excel <laughs> it's <is> so awful <laughs> in other games dude i i i had never really appreciated the fact that the horses in the game we play are gods that can go lightning speed right whereas in other games i'm sitting there trotting my horses out of stamina in four seconds i'm like oh my god this sucks See that's why uh that's why you gotta play uh Witcher 3, man. Not only can your horse autopath, but when he's autopathing, he has unlimited stamina. He just sprints the whole way on his own. It's nice. so nice. Yeah, there's no autopath in Red Dead that I can find. It's unfortunate. That and my horse is afraid <laughs> of fucking snakes that I can't even see with my eyes, so it bucks me off the horse. Dude, so um the other the other scam event, well, it's like a half scam, half good event, is the Black Spirit Adventure board game. All right. I the thing about this event that upsets me, or this board game in general, is like they, they've went out of their way to make it a lot better than it used to be, right? Like now there's like actually like some cool stuff on there. Some useful stuff. And with this event they added like a magical shard, which is kinda interesting. They added these cool boxes, Shikatsu Box of Life. Shikatsu shiny combat box. You got a mass pure magic. Those are always useful. Um, but these buffs on the corners. This uh, attack speed buff, cast speed buff, fishing, and luck are actually the worst thing ever. By, by the way, right now I'm literally rolling and I'm moving off of this attack speed buff. Or no, what is this? The fishing buff that I got on my grinder last night. Um, so now in about 30 rolls since the patch, 
I've gotten buffed by the plus two whatever buff almost 14 times. Why? There's no benefit. Add literally anything else. Give me two AP for two hours. Give me one, give me five accuracy for two hours, five DP for two hours, or 5% um, drop rate for two hours. Do not give me fishing plus two. That doesn't help anybody. There's no one on this entire planet that does not have plus five fishing by default. That's just a default thing you just always have. Remove those from the board and stop having the dice set up that they always roll on those. <laughs> You think the game is rigged, bro? The game is rigged as fuck. Also, please, can we <laughs> stop having it? Like, why does it have to load in a separate fucking porn browser that's like incognito <laughs> mode? Whoa, 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 Dude, what, what is this random pop-up? Like, wh what even is this? Why is the Black Spirit board game not inside the game? Why does it have to load a web page that sometimes gives me a 404 error? Uh, you remember back when, uh, you remember back when the Black, uh, 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 Black Spirit board game, whatever it's called, it gave you, uh, loyalty? Yeah, dude, the good old days. I do. Dude. Give you a lot of loyalty. So good. So good. Every single one of those plus two, uh, buffs should just be, like, a thousand loyalty. That would be an infinitely better oh, God. reward. See, I can understand why they wouldn't want that, but like those plus two buffs are just—they do nothing. They, yeah, they really don't do a thing. Plus two luck. The the thing is too is it's like when I'm on my AFK Fisher, she gets plus two attack <laughs> speed like pretty regularly, and then when I'm grinding, I get plus two fishing. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's always the worst. Dude, Isagram in your chat says uh, you need to have a segment called Frosty Rants. That'd be great. What's funny about that is Frosty literally, so he wrote out the topics for today, and he literally separated events and Black Spirit board game rant. <laughs> <laughs> like, as soon as I saw those were separated, I was like, oh, oh, I'm in for something special today, aren't I? <laughs> so I've been thinking back um, to all the times I've rolled a Black Spirit board game. And if you, if you look at the number of, of spaces on the board, we're, we're just going to break it down to a segment. Let's just say you have a dice of six. There's six spaces. You're supposed to have a one in six chance to roll one of these fucking bullshit buffs. But I average, uh, it's like 50-50 every time you roll the dice to get one of these buffs, even though they're only on five spaces on this massive board. So the game is definitely rigged. They well, need dude, new dice. No. They should update the dice, dude. Give us a new dice. Dude, I, I know what it is. All of your RNG from the gold event is going to Blind Spirit Adventures. That's what it is. Oh, yeah? No, I think my <laughs> RNG yeah. is shit in both. <laughs> okay, Frosty, you can't be you can't be computer carried, class carried, gear carried, ping carried, internet carried, and event carried, dude. Come on. Like it's got they gotta put you back at some point. Mm -hmm. Like then, if they just gave you, if they just gave you like a ten thousand uh, pearl box on every square you landed, it'd be a little too obvious that you're just a, a, an agent of Pearl Abyss, just yeah. here to shill for them. I failed to try distortion for profit once. All right, I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> and it was devastating. <laughs> I actually felt so bad. Was I, that the first time you've ever failed anything in your life? You're well, like, wait. 
I really only <laughs> wanted to go for duo, but stupid bear after I hit the duo was like, dude, you got to go for try. Your your luck. I'm feeling it. And I went for try. Wait, which bear? Uh, bear, not scared bear. Bear bear. Bear bands. Ga- okay, damn it. Yeah, okay. Bear. So he was like, okay. So your first mistake was listening to bear. <laughs> <laughs> dude. And then after he made me enhance Tungrad rings to try to make up for it, I, I went from having like 1.1 bill and a duo distortion that I could sell to having just no money at all. <laughs> it was it was fucking awful. So, yeah, I feel <laughs> oh, like... Geez. And my, my luck is bad sometimes, dude. All Only right? when you listen to other people. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. When I do my own thing... I, I've had, I'm trying to think, like, what what is your worst streak in BDO? Like, your worst, like, enhancement streak? Your worst streak of luck? Do you really need to or, need me to answer that yeah, question? Yeah, or, or your worst grinding streak? One or the other? Uh, I would probably say the whole thing where it took me 60-something pen attempts before I finally got a pen would probably be number one on that list. Yeah, I mean... You were hitting them mostly on 40 stacks, though. <laughs> I was not, but okay. It, it seemed like 40. Because, let's do the math, right? If uh, so, if you averaged out the the stacks that I was hitting on, it would probably come out to, like, I don't know, probably around, like, 120-ish. 120 to 130. So, that's, like, what, a 3% chance? So... How much is fucking like 65 times 3%? Someone who's good at math, do that math. Like, I was, I I was so fucking far. I don't think that's the formula. I think, (laughs) I think, uh, 60 is it? I don't think it would just be 65. Then, if it's 65 times 3% to give you your answer, then you had a hundred and ninety percent chance to succeed. I feel like there's a, that's my, there's a variable missing in there. I don't know what no, no, that's what I'm saying is that, like, like I got really fucking unlucky. Like, I mean, gambler's fallacy, I know, but the fact is, is that at a 3% chance, I should have succeeded, like, so, I don't know, quite a bit earlier than that. Wizen Chat says you should average 33 tries. I'm assuming he's saying on, like, a 110 stack. And, uh... Probably. You, so you're about 32 over what you needed. That's not bad, dude. <laughs> okay that's not bad says the guy that well, like a- one after, tap two pins in one day after the first you have to remember dude after the first 33 your rng resets and you're starting at one again <laughs> <laughs> so that that's how it works dude uh i had a time that I, I actually think this is kind of this might be more insane if you think about how common rare drops are in history anyone who's granted history for an extended period of time when I was in Black Rose, the second time uh, that we got Valencia Castle while I was in that guild, I grinded for like a whole week. I was on Mystic at the time, so I'm getting like more trash than everyone else in the game because Mystic was busted compared to everyone else at the time in PvE. And we had the castle buff. A lot of the time, I was able to grind on Arsha because we were Black Rose. And... Um, and I had a loot scroll going, like, the whole time. I used, in this week, like, 34 loot scrolls with castle buff. And I want to say maybe 15 to 20% of those loot scrolls were on Arsha. I didn't get a single Black Shard or Tungrad Neck the entire time. For an entire week of castle buff. 
I, I don't even know how it's possible. I feel like that it's like near impossible for that to happen, but it happened. So yeah, it was pretty great. I do have to say though, I, I think my my infinite pot grind is starting to close in on my pen attempts for how unlucky I've been. I mean no, uh, again, I, I know so. I know I know people are sinking like hundreds of hours into this shit, but usually the people who have sunk hundreds of hours have at least one piece. I'm closing in, I think, on seventy now. And I still do not have a single piece yet. Like, that's really bad. You know you can't... I told you before, because I, I saw you gathering the other day. You can't get the piece at Sheep Mountain. You know that, right? <laughs> Dude, wouldn't that be funny if you were in the wrong spot the whole time? <laughs> You're like, I yeah. actually find... I, I actually found myself a nice little... Uh, a nice little place where I can get a, like a whole bunch of chicken. It's like uh, there's like four of the the big ones, like all kind of relatively close. So there's two right next to each other. So then I I shoot two of them that are in the distance. I pull those two big ones and all the little ones that they bring along with them to the other two big ones, and then I just kill all four of the big ones and all the small ones that they pull. And then by the t if I start uh, if I start gathering them like right away as soon as I kill the last one, I usually gather the last one like as the body is disappearing. So it actually works out like really well. Actually, that sounds fun, dude. It's really not fun. That's the thing. <laughs> Were you using the event butchering knife that we just got? Uh, no. I should. Well, first of all, you gotta use tan. You gotta tan them. Oh, you gotta tan them. Wait, are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's tanning. You get it from tanning. I haven't done that um, yet. No, I've just been using... Ma I bought a an absolute assload of uh, magics whenever they, uh, whenever the event first came out. Uh, I'm actually starting to run out. I'm going to have to buy some more. But uh, I've just been using those. In, in Vendentia in chat wishes you didn't tell me. So I would be out there butchering <laughs> chickens for hours and hours and not get the peas. Dude, the thing is, is like Frosty will probably never do this part of the pot grind because he would just give up before yeah, he, he ever just, got it. I want the podcast where Frosty's complaining about not getting the piece after a hundred hours of butchering birds. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful. Um, Dude, the worst, the worst thing is, is like the feathers do not sell for shit. It's such a feels bad. <laughs> They sell, they, first of all, I don't think they sell on the market. Uh, I had some up there originally and they never sold. So I just started selling them to the vendor. It's eight fifty on the market, 90 vendor. It's still like dog. It's a real feels bad. Yeah. Oh, Lithics is saying you can choose the tool for the event. So you can use like a tanning knife from there. I don't know how, but. What? Like the, uh, Yeah. Yeah, for the, the life support thing. Yeah, yeah. You, you can choose your thing. So have you not been choosing the tanning knife? Nah, I just forgot about it, in all honesty. Sated. I should be using that, but I don't know. I've just been forgetting. I'll probably do it now, but I'm I'm at, I'm almost out of energy on this uh on this run, so I'll do it next time I guess. Anyway, yeah, 900k an hour. Yeah, dude. Pretty sick. Actually, I'm getting a, a decent amount of sharps and hards, which is pretty nice. But 
Uh, I don't really need those. I have like 50 sharps slash concentrated weapons and like over 100 hards slash concentrated uh, armors. So I don't really need more sharps and hards. Uh, but I did get a mass of pure magic the other day, so that's fun. Dude, I had some weird RNG the other day at, at Star's End. I did one rotation, and in that rotation I got two mass of pure magic, which I feel like is rare as fuck. Mass of pure magic is rarer than an earring, I feel like, at Star's End. Yeah. I was pretty upset because originally I wasn't really paying attention because I was watching anime, and I just saw some. I just saw me cheer and something yellow pop up, and I was like, <gasps> I, I, I actually was like pretty set <laughs> when I opened my MS card and saw his mask your magic. Wiz, uh, Wiz says exactly what I was thinking, dude. Uh, quote, 150 hards is plenty, and quote, somebody doesn't enhance. <laughs> dude, I was thinking like, ah, I don't really need sharps and hards. I have enough to go for Tet on one item. <laughs> I feel like 150 uh, yeah, is nothing, know. dude. I don't know. I I don't really fail stack. So. Yeah. Well, I, I find myself not using a whole lot typically. When are you gonna do the journal? Are you not? Whenever going to? I need to. Well, you need to now, dude. No, I don't. I'm at two eighty one, two eighty one. Why do I need to? It makes no sense. Two eighty two, two eighty two is an even number. That's so much worse. That sounds horrific. That sounds like nightmare fuel. Is what that sounds like. No. Just rest our stream. Yeah. Dude, imagine having good enough internet to stream. I don't even have good enough internet to watch streams. He's <laughs> always complaining about my uh not him not being able to lower the quality. Uh alright. Let's move on. Let's go let's go shy music. Alright, so wait, let me switch let me switch characters real quick. Yeah, shy music composed thing. Is weird, um, but kind of cool. And I was watching a, I was watching Norelio's stream the other day, and there were these shies that were just playing random music around him, and it was like, it was like fucking like JoJo's theme and like all kinds of like different like reference things. It was hilarious. Yeah. So, um, if you if you go to this music album thing, you can make stuff. Um, but you can also like compose or, or whatever. You can go to the album search. Dude, people have made some really fucking cool stuff on here. I was listening to like, I don't know, there's like a Pokemon theme song, Eminem Lose Yourself. Like people are making some funny. Like uh, one of the ones that sounded really crazy is the Pirates of the Caribbean one, um, which was kind of cool. Hold on, let me see if I can find. There's a Final Fantasy boss battle one. The problem is I don't know if it's going to come through on the recording. So I, I recorded, I downloaded one that um, someone was kind enough to make for me. Um, or maybe it wasn't for me, but themed <laughs> uh, around me. So my band that I play in has a song called The the Flood. And this, this dude made a shy cover of it. And it actually sounds kind of cool. So I'm going to play this real quick. Hold on. I'm hoping it actually comes through in we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Fingers fingers crossed. Uh let me know if you can hear it in this stream. Or 
whatever, but Rez, you probably won't be able to hear it unless you listen through the stream. So here we go. Um, oh, nope. Here we go. So this is a shot. I think it's just the bongos and flute. Or no, loot. saying it's too quiet let me try to turn it up here it's it's hard because i don't i don't have a gauge for how loud it is for you guys oh here we go here we go here we go this should be okay you guys should be able to hear it now got this cool little transition too. <laughs> I like that the chat's fighting about, they're, they're arguing about if people are deaf. He's like, are you deaf? I had to turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so that's that. Yeah, um, but it's kind of cool. Uh, some of the songs are really neat. I don't know if it's going to play through, otherwise I would play a couple more from like like the Final Fantasy themes and stuff. I just don't know if it's going to actually pick it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, listen to some of those. The Baby Shark. There's like a million Baby Shark like makes or remakes, whatever you want to call it. It's kind of funny. Rizzo, are you still there? Yeah. Uh -oh, I was we lost Reslar. Hello? Play more. Sounded fine. All right, let me see. Let me find. I don't know if it's going to pick up on the actual recording, but we'll see. We'll see what happens here. Let me. Frosty. What's this interface, dude? This interface is actually the worst thing I've ever seen. Okay, here we go. I have Hello? to do Final Fantasy because it's just. I just love it too much. Um, let me the find like, the boss. On? Someone did the boss battle theme, please. I know someone did. I'm pretty sure someone did. Here we go. This one might be it. Oh, I know. I know the problem. Hold on. I have to actually put the audio up in game. We move away from all these boats. I Wait, like that it makes like paper and page noise noises. No, I Hello, can't chat. hear you. Rez. Can you, hear can you guys hear Reslar? No one can hear you, Rez. You're, you're <laughs> can gone. you hear me, chat? That'd be a fucking hilarious Did situation that we would be Did in. Did I mute you? Did I do something? No, chat can hear me just fine. Oh, you can hear me? Oh, I know what I did. I'm dumb. I can hear you. I can hear you. I turned you way down on my little, on my DAC, on my desk. My bad. Alright. <laughs> Sorry, I hear you now. What were you saying? What did I miss, dude? <laughs> You're back. I had you completely mute. I have a little volume control on my desk that turns down 
uh, like Discord specifically, and I had you literally muted by accident because <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I was like, wait, like someone in the stream was like, I can hear us. I was like, wait, what the what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> All right, hopefully this is the song I was thinking of. Here we go. Yes. Dude, that sounds fucking incredible. That sounded so cool. I think that was hard, because I've been told that it's like actually really, really fucking hard to work with the interface, so that probably took some time. Really? Yeah, I no, saw, uh, like I, I, saw uh, I think it was fake messing around with it. It didn't seem like it was that hard. I don't know. I haven't done it yet. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. This guy, nobody in chat said it was like kind of hard. Uh, fair enough. Madoshi can't hear you, Rez, because he muted you. Um, I don't even. I don't bad. know. How, I don't know how he was able to granularly mute just you while listening to the stream, but that's actually incredible. That's <laughs> incredible. All right. Uh, so yeah, that's shy music, and <laughs> that's all, dude. Rez, I missed you for a few minutes there, dude. I'm sorry I turned you all the way down. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> muted me, dude. What the fuck? Uh. Okay, I, I guess that's it. Like we just have like comments. There was not a whole lot of stuff. Global Apps didn't really have anything this week. Not anything. Hold on one second. Let me um try to get. All right, we didn't really have like too much uh going on <laughs> this week. Uh, Global Apps didn't do shit, and uh, our patch didn't really give us that much stuff. There was nothing like nothing major or anything. So, yeah, um. Comments? Yeah, let's do it. All right, give me just one second. I'll be right back. One second. I need like 30 seconds. All right. Uh, so I haven't, uh, I didn't TLDR any comments because we knew that uh, we weren't going to have a guest this week. And then especially whenever we learned that uh, Nayashi wasn't going to be here this week, I figured... We'll just leave comments in uh, in all their glory for this week, uh, so we can try and fill some more time. Uh, so no TLDRs this week, but uh, I'll be TLDRing posts again starting next week. Uh, also, if you guys haven't checked it out, uh, last Wednesday I uploaded a video, uh, Choice and Frosty PvPing in Open World. Uh, I synchronized, they were both streaming whenever it happened, so what I did is I synchronized the uh, the fights on both of their streams, and then basically had choices, for the most of the video, it was choices face cam and uh, audio with uh, Frosty's uh, footage, uh, like gameplay, uh, which I think it turned out very uh, interesting. It made for a, a pretty interesting video to kind of see choice uh, talking about in, <laughs> in all honesty, mostly complaining about things that uh, Frosty was doing. I don't know. It kind of made this weird. Uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but like a, 
like fucking cross examination, I guess. I don't know. It was just super interesting. And uh, at times, I put in some of like choices, uh, choices footage for certain things. Like whenever he would complain about like desync or something, I would let uh, let his footage show so that you could see what he was complaining about. Or I would uh, have Frosty's voice come through because he would be complaining about how uh, Choice's gear carried, and he's actually a really shit berserker. I did and, uh, not ever do that. <laughs> that is such a lie. I also defended Choice, and you know what? This whole video is just Zerker propaganda. That's all this is. <laughs> I, I I left in the part where you said, actually, I think uh, uh, Choice is a really good Zerker. I put that part in. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome. Uh-huh. Um, Thank you. So we're not going to read all the comments on that video, uh, but I thought it would be fun to pick one comment that we both really like and then kind of showcase that comment. Um. So uh, one thing I want to address first, there's a lot of hatred for uh, for Choice in the comment section of that video. Guys, don't hate on Choice just because he's geared to the fucking teeth. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, some people were generally, like, really, like, upset. Like, it's well, okay. Here, here's he's the geared. Thing. It's fine. I've noticed in this game, it's you're either, like, yo fam Steve, and you're the best, or you're absolutely dog shit. Like, there's no in-between. Like, you can't be, like, Choice is a pretty good Zerker. Uh, like, he knows the class really well, and, yeah, he has a lot of gear, and he's been playing a lot of time, or a long time. He has, like, muscle memory on the class, but, like, he knows how to play this class. It's not like, it's not like that I have fought Zerkers that literally, like, there's a lot of this fight. Like, you know how hard this matchup is fucked for Zerker. Like yeah. just straight up, and there were long, like long stretches where I could not CC him or he caught me, which is like there's definitely Zerkers I fight in. I, I fought Zerkers in Siege Guild that are supposed to be like super good that are were like trialed me that like literally don't touch me for like forty minutes. So yeah, um, he's he he is actually pretty good. No one's saying yeah. he's the best Zerker or anything, but like everyone's acting like, oh, he's so shit. Like, no, he's not. <laughs> he's really not, dude. Yeah. So, uh, my favorite comment on the whole video was uh, I don't remember. I don't have the comments in front of me. I don't remember it verbatim, but it was something along the lines of uh, I give this thumbnail an A, which uh, I'm glad you can appreciate my handiwork. That took about 15 minutes in paint. And I'm glad somebody appreciates it. You know, I worked very, mm-hmm. <laughs> worked very hard on that. That's that's your favorite <laughs> comment, dude. I, I'm gonna, I have to do a favorite and a, a rebuttal. Okay. Okay. My favorite comment is by Les Fluff, who says Frosty no Villa buff though, which is funny because I have a Villa buff for the entire fight. <laughs> so that's that's my favorite comment. Yeah, my Villa buff, I'm trying to see if like maybe it ran out somewhere in here. Nope, 75 minutes left, 73 minutes left. Yep, literally have Villa buff for the entire fight. So that's a good, uh, that one's Well, good. you didn't have it for the first fight though, right? Because you were trying to get it and then he, 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 he engaged on you. Oh, right, right, right. And then, uh, but I got it. He, I got it up. I mean, I got it up. I, you didn't I, get it after that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, it was kind of BMF and engaged me. You're right. Um... <laughs> I, I just love, I love the, the, you know, you're like, I need Villa buff. I need the AP to kill you. 
And his response to that was, you need to be a little more dead. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be a little more dead, Frosty. I know, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think which one of these upset me more. I, I'm going to just tie them in together. All right, so one thing is everyone... So, it, all right, there's a Nerf Kuno comment, which is fine. Whatever, Nerf, Nerf Kuno. I'm, I'm fine with that. Everyone, everyone says Kuno's busted. You know, may, maybe Kuno's too strong. You can nerf some things here and there, whatever. But he says that you need to nerf Kuno's damage by about 30%. All right, so if you actually think about how absurd that is, uh, I just I have to defend Kuno in this. Like, First of all, every succession class does an insane amount of damage. Like, every, everybody knows that. Zerker's succession damage is nuts. Ninja's succession damage, nuts. DK, nuts. Sork, nuts. Uh, Valk, nuts. Like, all of these classes. Musa, Mewa. Like, have you been hit by a blooming before? It The damage is insane. So, Kuno damage is both, like, it, it is strong, and it does hit hard, yes. But it's also, generally, the skills that hit hard, like Wheel Wrath, are a small AoE, and they are unprotected. So there's a little bit of risk involved. So in a 1v1, it's very powerful. And in non-1v1, it's risky as shit. So I, I'm just pointing it out. So if if the consensus is that Kuno does too much damage and we need to nerf it by, I don't know, 30%, then you also believe that we have to go through and nerf the damage of basically 15 or 16 other classes by about 30%. That's all I'm saying. All right. The other thing. Uh, more than one person said, like, the reason I'm not killing <laughs> Choice in my combo is because I'm not using the Shadow Explosion buff to get the three ninjutsu stacks for Wheel Wrath. That is the, the most basic bitch. Like, I just started playing Kuno Succession combo, and look how cool this combo is, and it does a lot of damage at the end. Except against um, Evasion, it just doesn't work that well. Because you Shadow Explosion is such a long animation that... It takes up the amount of time of five abilities, and you have to cancel it. You can't even do the entire damage of it. So you get Shadow Explosion, a little bit of damage from Shadow Explosion, then you cancel it early, and you get a 25% damage boost on Wheel Wrath with the three ninjutsu stacks. Um, that is not worth the trade-off of not being able to use Shadow Slash, Hard Aiming, Fatal Blow, Flow Fatal Blow, Crescent Slash, and Fox Claw. I'm sorry. The 25% damage boost on the one skill does not make up for those five skills, one of which being a, a, a an accuracy, like hard aiming, that's 50% base accuracy. So, just uh, for all yeah, the Yeah, but I believe, out there. I, was, I believe I was told in a video that I watched recently something about hard aiming actually does no damage whatsoever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea what video you saw, but that is a lie. Uh, hold on, let me see if I can find it. There's some point, it's this video, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, it's titled Frosty vs. Choice Synchronized Stream Fights, and it's this Kuno just complaining that hard aiming actually doesn't do any damage. Just like, con like two or three times, actually, they complain <laughs> that it doesn't do damage. Well, hard, uh... aiming, hard aiming is one of the five <laughs> abilities, dude. Choice has a fat HP pool, alright? He's tanky. <laughs> I'm sorry, but with my gear, no one is killing choice by using Shadow Explosion, Shadow Stomp, Clones, and Wheel Wrath, and nothing else. It's just not going to happen. Especially when you switch to 400 DP. All right, that, that's the end of my round. I'm sorry. That That's... Uh, okay. 
That was your uh, – I have a timer here. That was your two minutes of uh, Kuno complaining. So <laughs> It's not Kuno complaining, dude. I'm complaining about the other Kunos <laughs> that think they know better. If you think the ideal combo it, – it's kind of like – I don't know. With any class, this always happens, right? Where it's like you see the really – you look at the big damage numbers on your skills, and you're like, oh, these are my three best skills. Cool. And then you don't actually like figure out any nuance or anything about the skills. So – you just are like, oh, well, you're not using our three hardest-hitting skills. And it's like, dude, stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Oh, wait, one more thing. Yeah. On, uh, on on note of uh, the choice video. Mm-hmm. So in case anyone is not aware, I've recently decided to start trying to post more uh, stuff, like not uh, podcast stuff. And that's what the choice video was, is I'm trying to upload an extra video every week. And that's that's what the choice video was. I uploaded that on Wednesday. I'm going to move that to Friday. So I'm going to move the extra upload on Friday. And the reason for that is because I have another project that I want to start working on as a Wednesday release. So there's going on the YouTube channel. It's going to be podcast on Monday. If you want to catch the podcast on the stream whenever we do it live, Almost always at this point, I don't know why, I wish it was on fucking Saturday, but I guess it's Sunday now. Almost always, we do it on Sunday at noon central. This is almost always when we do it now for some reason, unless we have to do it at another time to, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Like, do it for a guest, because the guest can't do it for any other time. So if you want to catch it live on stream, it's Sunday at noon central is usually when we do it. If you're watching it on the YouTube channel, that's on Monday. On Wednesday, I'm going to start putting out a new new type of video. I don't know if people are going to like it. We're going to see how it goes. I'm just going to upload it, probably do it for a couple weeks, see if people are into it. If they're not, then I'll probably stop. If they are, then I'll keep doing it. We'll see how that goes. And then on Friday is going to be the uh, the extra video. So that's going to be like the choice video, which uh, we already have an idea of what we want to do for the extra video for this upcoming week. So we'll be recording that at some point, and that'll come out on Friday uh, sometime in the morning or early afternoon. So if you're, if you're, Also, if you're wondering why he's spacing everything out two days, it's because that's how long it takes for his shit to upload. <laughs> yeah, it takes... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. So uh, that's what's going to be going down as far as that stuff is concerned. I doubt anybody cares. I'm just letting people know so that they have the information if they want. So anyway, moving on, we got podcast comments, and there's a lot of them. So let's jump into it. There's a lot. Some are kind of harsh. So here we go. All right. Starting from the top. Uh, Will Maddow says, holy shit, Nayashi is annoying to the point. To the point of unbearable to listen to. I like how he just cut off Frosty when he gave an example of Sork and just straw man the shit out of it just to prove a point of Mewa so bad. Bwah. Yeah, no, I actually consider that your first and last warning. Happens again. <laughs> you're, happens again. You're off the podcast, motherfucker. Uh, Kanichi Sai says. <laughs> Uh, yeah, when I said Sork, it, it tilted him. I think he got triggered by the Sork example. Um, but it, you know, I, I, to whatever. be to be fair, to be fair though, to be fair, and I defended you on that point. But to be fair, he did also have a point that if you're gonna try and use 
you know, like if you're trying to say, I have been one of you, I have been in your position, probably not you like the the number one most OP the, the thing class is, in the game. It's it's <laughs> it's hard to explain the point I was trying to get at. What what I was trying to say, like the the overall point that I was trying to make, because it, it it's starting to um get a little bit under my skin that people think that fishing for CCs with random abilities is like some insane thing that takes like just a crazy amount of mental work to accomplish when if you're actually being honest in a in a fight people are generally just rotating skills in their rotation where they know that the skills are safe to use and that's it and it takes very little brain power right that that was kind of my point i i was making the point that like if i'm trying to grab somebody the difficult of trying to the difficulty of trying to like gap close to get to a place where i can get right in front of them and press the e button safely and not whiff is as difficult as playing a little bit range and just throwing all of your ccs in a rotation constantly you know like yeah it's just it's not more difficult to do one or the other so we'll get into it more because there's a bunch of comments that talk about it but um Konichi Sai said, what I hate about switching characters so much when enhancing is that sometimes my game crashes in the middle of switching, and I hate not being able to extract 51 plus fail stacks, especially when uh, either all alts have fail stacks on them already, or boss alts that you don't want to remove from the place. Also, how the fuck does cleansing gear still reset the skip animation setting every time you talk to the NPC? It's 2020 BDO, what the fuck? I should be able to cleanse gear and not have to click the box to skip every damn time I want to talk to the stupid NPC. Other than that, love the podcast. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it shouldn't even have the option to skip. It should just skip. <laughs> no one wants to watch their thing, the animation to downgrade. It doesn't even make sense. I agree. Yeah, yeah switching characters, like, I don't know. You, I feel like it'd be so easy to make an interface where it's just like uh, a bar comes up with a list of your characters. You click on the character, and that's the fail stack that you're using when you do your next enhancement thing in the window. Like, you don't even have to switch. You just click your character, and that's that. Um, yeah, I, I really feel like the whole like uh, having your fail stacks attached to characters is kind of a relic of the past, honestly. It's like uh, from back in the days where you had to have a negative karma under level 50, or no, 45, I think it was back in the day, a character that you could put your plus 15 reblath on and then die to guards over and over again. So that you could uh, downgrade it to plus 14, which was also like, what the fuck? That, at least that was fun and challenging. That, that was neither of those things. You take that back. <laughs> um, it's, it's Pride says, imagine being mad that people need money to sustain themselves. I legit have made this podcast... Uh, last a week by listening to it when I shower and board. I do that to make it last until the next video. TLDR, people putting out two to three hour podcasts a week for free. Kind of funny that someone is greedy and wants every last second of content someone makes all while calling the person they're watching greedy. Interesting. Oh, he's defending me. I, I thought he was mad at us in that first sentence. He's defending us. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. That comment last week was just, it felt really strange to me. I, I don't even know what to make of it anymore, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. If you don't know what he's talking about, uh, we have a Patreon now. If that's something that you're interested in in supporting us in that way, you can do that. 
Uh, we have different tiers with different rewards. One of the rewards is an after-hours show. Uh, it's like I think we've done two of them so far, and I think they're both around like 25 or 30 minutes. So it's literally like 20 to 30 minutes of uh, extra content that we record specifically for Patreon uh, after the show is over. So that is completely unrelated to the podcast, basically in any way. Yeah, it's literally, yeah, it's literally like it's just like, all right, so what do we want to do? I don't know. How about this? All right, cool. Let's just go do that. And then it's just us like fucking off for like now, twenty or thirty minutes. If it was like, if we had a segment in the podcast that was like, all right, everyone seems to really like this segment. Let's cut that out and charge for it. Then, <laughs> then I could see the argument. But that's not the case. Yeah. So. Um, Nick, uh, also, yeah. I, I was thinking about this. I, I'm going to check with uh, the people who are already subscribed, uh, who have already donated on Patreon, to make sure that they're all cool with it. But I was thinking at the end of one, at the end of a month, I'll uh, post in Discord like a uh, like a poll, basically, and we'll release one of the four after hours videos publicly for everybody to for everybody to have. So it's like on the on the first of next month, I'll say, okay, here are the four after hours videos we did. Who like which one do you guys want? Like of these four, like just titles only, and then whatever people pick the most, that's what I'll release. But I, I want to make sure that the the patrons are okay with us doing that before I just go ahead and do that. So because ultimately they're the ones who paid to like exclusively have that content. But I think giving one video to the public a month after like it's been out for the patrons would be okay, but I'm going to check first. So we might do something like that. I don't know. Right. Um, <laughs> I just sent, just sent my girlfriend a text that said, I love you. And I accidentally put in the group thread with my sisters and they both said, uh, I love you too. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Nick says, it's nice to listen to someone who actually knows something about Musa slash the game in general and not shaky bait. Like, always got to tear someone down with the compliment, you know? Yeah, like, whoa, <laughs> dude. Yeah. It could have ended at the Musa slash the game in general, you know? A shaky bait. I, and people, people, yeah, that's another person that people are like, I mean, I get that he has a personality that is very, very polarizing. So I, I understand if you don't like him, like, to each his own. That's fine. But, I mean, it's not like he doesn't know Musa at all. I know people act like it, but I've watched him beat a lot of decent players. So, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, uh, that, that all happened and said. Kyrene was a freaking boss. That, that was one of my favorite podcasts last week, honestly. That dude oh, is sure. super smart and super reasonable. Like, I don't know. Every Musa just wants everything except for Kyrene. Is like, look, here's the weaknesses. Here's the strengths. Here's why. And if we go too far, it's going to be too strong. And some of these like limitations are a good thing because it separates skill from uh, power and yada yada. It, it was cool. He he was really good. If you haven't listened to that one yet, definitely listen to episode sixty three. He was definitely like uh yes yeah. You're on the video. Scroll up. I'm not <laughs> scrolling up, dude. I'm gonna lose my place. Yeah, sixty three. That's that's probably one of my, if not my new favorite episode, honestly. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, having him on as a guest. That was dope. Yeah. Sorry, I... Nayashi. Your episode got replaced as my favorite. Every episode's a Nayashi episode. Uh, Hadouken OCX <laughs> says, guys, guys, don't worry about it. CC or PvP or Grab or PvE or even RP. Ew, RP. Pepe hands. 
Sad face with an open mouth. We will get soon Crimson Desert, then BDO can rest for good. This is true. This is true. Crimson Desert shall uh, fix all our problems. It will be our savior. I don't think we're getting Crimson Desert anytime soon, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> what are you talking about, a dude? Long 20, time. 2025, right around the corner, dude. What are you talking about? I like that Crimson Desert, like, they showed us a, a teaser for Crimson Desert, and it was just stolen clips from Red Dead Redemption 2 and called it an expansion. All right, the Spoon Elite <laughs> says, I have an analogy for Fatty Kitty. Oh. Uh, should I? I'm gonna just read the analogy. Wait, the analogy seems long. Uh, fuck it. Let's just go for it. There's two we guys. Have, we, by the way, you were you were gone while I said this, but I mentioned while you were gone that I didn't TLDR or anything because uh we need to content. So. <laughs> we need content. Thank you guys. All right. Well, he put a TLDR, but yeah. Um, there's two guys who own a warehouse. In this warehouse, they host a gunfight between two guys every week. One with a fully automatic and a Kevlar vest. The other with a nine millimeter. They don't charge a thing. Everyone turns up, sh- enjoys watching two guys fight to the death. One day, the owners decide to pass a bull around so that people can choose to donate to the maintenance of the warehouse. Then, to make a bit of money, they decide to offer ice cream at 99 cents a cone. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I consider ice cream to be more pay for convenience than pay to win, but it sure as hell improves the viewing experience. (laughs) Now, just because they aren't giving the ice cream for showing up doesn't mean they are withholding content from you, and it sure as hell doesn't make them greedy for offering their audience a service you can choose to pay for. What is this gunfight every week where someone dies? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Also, I feel like, I mean, I, I listen, this might just be a persecution complex, but I almost feel like I know which one is the Kevlar with the machine gun and which one is the 9mm. <laughs> um, and I'm a little upset about it, honestly. You meant to die in chat, says, I'm tired of those American references. Why do you always have to use guns? We could switch it to an EU reference. Um, let me think of a good thing. Uh, one guy shows up with a euro, the other guy shows up with a pound, and they fight to the death. There you go. <laughs> uh, Lost Soul says... No, new- one guy One guy shows up with a, with a van, and the other guy shows up with just acid. How about that? Yeah. No, a fiat, dude. He shows up with a fiat. <laughs> Lost Soul says the new class looks more like a pirate and or like an outlaw rogue in WoW. Yeah, I can see it. It has a pirate, a piratey vibe, but it's in the desert. That's the only thing. Um, desert pirate. <laughs> yeah, desert pirate. Dancing sword says, "I love Wait, the idea." I just yeah. had a revelation. Is a desert pirate just a bandit? Uh, well, I mean, I feel like bandit is way more vague than pirate, right? Or no, I guess not. I guess they're it's both. A yeah. so, yeah. It's a land pirate. It's a that. It's a land pirate. A bandit is a land pirate. Holy shit! I don't see how. I thought a pirate was someone who steals music. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're thinking of a. <laughs> you're thinking of actual scum. Yeah, that's what those are. Torrenters. Torrenters. <laughs> Dancing sword says, "I love the idea." Yeah, that's the other thing too. If if you have a problem with our our massive paywall, dude, just torrent. The, the extra stuff. 
<laughs> just store it. You yeah. can just you could just pay one of the people, one of our patrons, to re-upload. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Dancing Sword says, I love the idea of the 50 DR bonus for not being CC'd on the front lines, maybe even just for block. It could be like a Node War Siege passive that you also rank up. Other classes um, could have certain passives for to for war specifically. Um, what is silent chat? And he also asked, what is silent chat? So, because you can't hear the chat and we have to read it, we, we call it silent chat. And then for some reason that also, because of the Chad meme, we changed it to silent Chad. So they're saying, like, Nash is usually saying silent Chad is making fun of you because of blank or whatever. And he'll read what they're well, saying. Well, I think, I think originally when Nashi very first referenced his chat, on like the very first time we live streamed it, he called it a uh, silent Chad and we laughed about it. And then now we just kind of interchanged the two. Yeah. It's silent Chad. And it's basically we're when we record the podcast, we're usually st- uh, streaming it live. So there's a, a few people in the chat room that are talking. So yeah. So. Si- silent, silent Chad is the conglomerate of, uh, you know, the, however many people that are watching and participating in the live stream chats. Uh, that we will occasionally reference for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, ignore the name says, Hey, my buddy wants to know if he plays from EU to NA with 120, 150 ping, could he still be able to do good in 1v1s as such? Potentially, yeah, but it's going to be way, way, way more difficult. Um, I only know one person that plays from EU that's actually super good, that guy Multimeter, Dark Knight. And he's, like, one of the best DKs. But outside of that, like, everyone else that plays from outside of the U.S., it's it's kind of rough. So, I don't know. That's 50-50. I know, I, know, I, know. I know a lot of Australians that are pretty damn good. Yeah, that's true. The place has good internet, dude. Um, Maggie says, that was an amazing podcast. Thanks, guys. As for Musa, I too think Musa's suck is balanced at the moment. It's just the other classes are in need of some nerfs rather than Musa needing a buff. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't agree. I don't think any of the classes, I legit don't think any of the classes are so bad that they need a nerf, like, except for maybe Pearl, or Pearl Abyss, PA because of Lark's scale. Pearl Abyss needs a nerf. <laughs> yeah, except for maybe PA because of large scale specifically. But I don't know, man. I, I mean, I'm, I'm like looking across. You, you don't think Guardian needs a nerf? I don't know. I'm still torn on Guardian nerfs because I, I feel like everything that potentially could be nerfed would make the class bad. That's the thing. If they don't have their block... I mean, you know, as a, a frontline guy yourself who's tried to play Warrior and Zerker on the frontline knows how awful it is when that if your block just breaks immediately, right? So... Do you you wish upon others to have to deal with that too? Like I don't. I think it's kind of cool that their block lasts a long time. So that part, I I'm iffy on nerfing that. And then the damage is like, well, they are really slow, and there's a long windup. So the damage is somewhat justified, and it's one of the only reasons people really play it. If the damage gets nerfed, people aren't going to play it. The slows, I think might be the easiest thing to nerf that maybe people would feel pretty good about if you just either remove the slows or put it only on specific abilities so not every single thing um, CCs. It's just, I don't know. 
Uh, cooldowns, yeah. Cooldowns might be the best thing. Like if if some of the yeah, big hitters had a longer cooldown, yeah, that would that would help. So they're not just rotating the shit like super super like, quickly. God Incinerator is kind of insane for what it does. Uh, the Shift F, I don't know the name of it, but the Shift F where they kind of swing their their shit around, that one's kind of insane. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everybody talks about it. The grab is like nutty because you grab someone you use one ability and then it's off cooldown again it's like what the fuck um, i actually have a question what, what do you think is worse because i was looking at god incinerator and there's actually another skill it reminds me of that lately people are not complaining about but I, i'm kind of curious which one you think is actually a better ability uh god incinerator or kuno's spin spree because they both have roughly the same AoE. They both are super armor, deal damage, recover HP on hit, um, and they both have a really low cooldown. Which, one right, is, I, which one's worse and people, why? I think people have such an issue with God Incinerator because it's such a powerful, protected AoE skill on top of all their other powerful, protected AoE skills. <laughs> Whereas, like, Kuno, like, yes, Vinspree is pretty strong, but, uh, first of all, Kuno's not as tanky as a Guardian. I mean, unless the Kuno is just, like, full of Asian meme. Uh, and then also, like, they're not gonna go from a Spinspree into a Guardian Shift F, you know? Like, it's, it's not... Like, God Incinerator on its own isn't necessarily, like, incredibly powerful. It's the fact I think, anyway, in my opinion, that in that class's kit, it's just kind of insane. Like, with that on top of everything, basically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah. I got you. I mean, I, yeah, someone, uh, the range isn't quite the same, but it's it's pretty close. I guess, yeah, Guardian is a little bit more tanky just in its own right, so there's that. Um, I don't know, I guess maybe it's the preceding skills before and after. After spins, but you're not really worried about just protected damage from a Kuno. Um, also, like, I, I don't know. I never see Kunos diving into a group and then spinning. That uh, never dude. happened. It, the people, it, if you play Kuno for a little while, that's what everyone tells me happens. It's like, okay, here's what I, This is all every Kuno does. is brain dead. You're in concealment, and then you spin. And that's it. And everyone dies. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that does not happen. That never that's not how it works. No one's even in concealment. <sighs> Alright, hold on, let me calm down. Nobody Yeah, you you already ran out of your uh and, yeah, your Kuno complaint time. I'm not so. ranting today. But just as a <laughs> as a PSA for those who say all Kunos do is spin when they're in concealment, no Kuno is ever in concealment in awakening stance. So that is physically an impossibility. That's all. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Um BDO Pearl Tracker says, this one's going to be interesting. Seems a bit of a weak argument regarding piloting versus pearled costumes. Imagine piloting was accepted slash legal and a portion of the player base used it. It would mean less money going to PA, thus forcing them to introduce more pay elements to the game. Money has to come in from somewhere, right? And more importantly... If a significant player base used piloting, say overnight, it would quickly completely tank the economy. Not only through inflation, but also tanking demand for the fruits of traditional gathering and grinding activities. 
Pearl costumes create zero inflation. Since no new silver is introduced to the economy, it just shifts player hands and it subsidizes, uh, I think he meant subsidize, said subsidies, PA's income. The ability for those who want to do it, Pearl Costumes, literally creates a continued demand for regular players' in-game activities. All right, so I'll go first and then you can go. I do think that you make some very fair points. Um, one of the things is you're like arguing our argument, but based on like the assumption that we would want it to actually be an option in the Pearl Shop, I, my point was, it is not available for everyone. So it is even worse. It is even more of an advantage for players that use piloting because a lot of players like myself are not going to use it because of the risk involved, right? But if players, like a, a percentage of the player base does use it um, and never gets punished for it or there's no warning or nothing ever happens, then you know they get the fruits of that with no consequences while the rest of us don't even have that as an option right because we don't we don't know if it's safe or not safe to do it so my point was in in that example of like it should just be in the pearl shop if they're going to support it is that that way everyone can do it and no one feels uncomfortable doing it right i'm not saying that that would be a good thing to have it in the pearl shop i think it just shouldn't happen anyway and then your your other point is how it'll tank the economy, not only through inflation, but also tanking demand. That's already happening to a slightly lesser extent with the amount of people that are piloting now. I cannot, I'm trying to save up to buy a, an, an ogre ring. It's going to take me months. I can't compete with piloters at all. Like I, I have no chance to get the same amount of money that someone that's paying someone to grind for them 24 hours a day is going to get. Like I, I have no option to compete with them whatsoever. There's nothing I can do. I just, I simply as a human being cannot stay awake long enough to compete with those people. So now these pen accessories that would be bought by players that actually put in a bunch of time playing the game are not purchasable and the price of them goes up over time. So um, even for base accessories and stuff like that already is happening to an extent. That's one of my main issues with it is that it affects the economy and affects like what people can and can't buy when they're actually putting in time. I mean, I understand like, so for example, if I buy costumes and sell costumes for money, um, first of all, like someone's getting a costume out of that. Someone's either like buying those costumes or the money is not generated, like you said. So that it's not as bad. It's good for the it's it has pluses and minuses, but it's overall it's like it can be good for the game in general. And the I can put in like I can go grind and and try to like at least keep up with them. They're only supplementing a little bit comparatively, but like over months and months of just piloting constantly is is for basically no cost. It's really cheap. If you look in any of the services, it's freaking cheap as hell. So it, it's like impossible to keep up with. Even if you're buying costumes, think about it this way. If I'm grinding all day, every day, and I'm buying costumes, I still can't keep up with the people that are piloting. That that's the that's nuts. So that that's just my point of view on it. That's why I don't really like it at all. But yeah, you know, I'm not sure if you didn't really say here if you're okay with piloting piloting or not. You just said that our argument was weak. But yeah, Rez, got anything to add? Uh. No, not really. Okay. I I don't really uh I don't really get what you guys are arguing about. 
Um, I, what it, I, I'm lost on what the argument is. Is this regarding your comment about how piloting should just be a thing in the Yeah, game? we had a discussion last week about should you be banned for piloting or not? Or like, would it bother you if people were banned for piloting and is it wrong or right or whatever? Right. Yeah, and this guy's saying... I, I had mentioned, like, well, if you're going to just allow it and not have any consequences, why not put it in an official, like, forum where everyone has access to it and it feels safe to actually do it? So that way everyone has the same chance of, like, getting that benefit. But I was only yeah, using he, that as an example. That's not what I actually want. I just want there to be no piloting. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, I don't know. My brain's small. I don't like piloting. It shouldn't be in the game. I don't like selling costumes. It shouldn't be in the game. Um, Yumenidai says, me, Zerker, me can't follow. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, honestly. I, it's just a weird It's just a weird thing. I, piloting should just be banned. Uh, and I don't get why Like they don't care more about trying to deal with it. I mean, I get that it's kind of a, a hard thing to deal with. I can understand that, but... It feels like they've put piloting has always been a thing, right? It used to be called Pinoy. Uh, it's been a thing for fucking ever. Um, I remember back when the game first came out, I literally watched a GM in game ban someone right before my eyes. It was a person who was using a bot to grind at a hex sanctuary. It was like a tamer, I think, and he kept teleporting the tamer to him and like asking them questions and stuff. And the Tamer, obviously being a bot, just tried to get back on like its little rotation track that it was on. And the GM just said, okay, bye. And then the Tamer just disappeared. And then the GM disappeared. <laughs> and like, that was pretty crazy. But like, uh, I know that's not like a realistic thing that you can just always do. And there has to be more efficient ways and, and better ways to detect that sort of stuff, especially when it's not a robot and it's actual just other players. But it feels like they have done literally zero attempts at trying to counter uh, piloting. So it's just very, it's very strange and, and very uh, frustrating, I think, for a lot of people that they're, they, they seem to not even be trying. Like with fish bots, you know, they put out bands, that's nice. With speed hackers, they put out bands, and that's nice. And then with piloting, they just act like it doesn't exist. So it's kind of annoying. I think it's um, a com I think it's difficult, but I, I at least I, wish no, they would I agree, say 100%. I wish they would just publicly say that it is against the terms of service and if you are caught you'd be banned just so it's out there. Like that alone I feel yeah. like would would be nice to at least know, you know? Like Yeah, I don't but know. <laughs> then I I also am like not like Here's the thing, if it actually is we got to deal with realities, right? If it actually is just too difficult or I don't like using the word impossible, but if it actually is just too difficult or impossible to detect people that are piloting for whatever reason, uh, if it's too expensive, however you want to phrase it, then maybe it should just be a new like mechanic in the game, like a fucking uh, like a training book where you you basically you get on a character and you say, I'm going to purchase this thing for in-game silver or, you know, a pearl shop amount, whatever. And then your character will go grind at a spot. Not, like, literally, but, you know, it will make money at a spot 
for however many hours, similar to a training dummy sort of thing. Your character won't actually be there in that spot, so that it's not taking up a rotation or something. But, you know, it'll be like a little, like a worker interface, I guess, sort of thing. I it, don't know. Maybe they just, should do something like that. It just would be hard for to balance, right? Because then now there's oh, no, no point in AFK fishing. There's no point in AFK <laughs> yeah. fishing or processing and all that stuff. Um, yeah, it'd be an absolute nightmare. <laughs> but like, I, like I'm just saying, like if there's actually nothing you can do about people piloting, then I don't know. But again, I don't know if there's nothing you can do about piloting. They had they pretend like it doesn't exist. If they came out, if they at least came out and said, "We know piloting is an issue. We know piloting is against the rules. We know piloting is making the game worse." But we just don't have the resources to do it. I would be able to take that. Maybe it's bullshit. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I don't know things like that. But at least I could say, at least they admitted that it's a problem and that they're aware of it. But, like, they just pretend it doesn't exist, and I feel like that makes it so much worse. Yeah. Well, and that system that you had, Panda, points out is BDO Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that in BDO Mobile? Well, it auto-grinds for you. You go to a spot, and you can click the auto-grind, and it literally just kills no spots way. for you slowly. Yeah. Feels bad. Mamo says they did admit it's a problem, though, and they are working on piloting. What? Although, the way that's phrased sounds like he means that the devs are themselves piloting. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I never saw. Worded. I don't Mamo, know. Mamo, link that post. I've never seen it. Link it. Yeah, I haven't. Back seen it up either. your claims, bitch. <laughs> maybe they. I maybe I. I feel like maybe they mentioned it, but I don't remember them taking like a strong like stand. Saying it's against the rule, <laughs> they themselves they did admit it's a problem, and they said themselves they also use the services because they're so damn good. <laughs> they like promoting like the service they use. <laughs> uh, let's see, Elena, Elena Maria says I watched this whole thing while grinding. Thank you. Yeah, I know this one was a long one, man. Four and a half hours, crazy. Yeah, um, this one was a really long one. It was kind of kind of nutty. It was, like, it was it was a good one though. Was, we had fun. It, it was it was fun. Um, Lucas C says fix falling animation on Strikers Twisted Collision plus RMB, please and thank you. I've already solved this. Yeah, Just yeah, remove we... falling animation entirely from the game because it serves no purpose when you're a super strong superhero character that can zip around the whole freaking map at light speed and kill people with magical powers. And if you fall three feet, your feet hurt and you have to recover. Makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, Unless I fall it... from a skyscraper in Calfion, I should not get a falling animation, period. All right. Well, I don't know about that one, but. No. What? What's the point? Like, fall damage is there. That already, like, so you can't jump off a cliff and just keep running like you'll die fine but why do i have to sit there and be like "Ooh, my ankles are recovering i hate it dude. <laughs> it's so dumb yeah yeah I, I i think uh i think fall animations are fine like when it's a certain distance but that distance is way too fucking short right now it's like if like i don't know it, it's just way too short if your characters are supposed to be like these super strong like warriors, and I mean like the class warrior, I mean like fighters, like these uh, you know, people with you they're, said de it, they're demigods, essentially. They're, yeah, they're demigods. Yeah, and they're also empowered by this. You know, I mean, I don't know the BDO lore, but I think they're empowered by this mystical force known as the Black Spirit. 
there's no reason why when I jump off of a rock that's four feet in the air, my like seven foot zerker should have a panic attack and then fall and then you know have to like recompose himself. <laughs> uh, if, if if they're going to keep it in and they like it for whatever reason, the fall animation, they should at least give us a quest where the black spirit is like, "You will be imbued with a great power, warrior." But one thing you shall know, if you fall more than a foot, it will be disastrous. <laughs> uh, oh, he made me download an image. I don't know if you should be linking a download. All right, GM Do says, here we go. Um, are there any plans in the near future to go for piloting services when people pay others to grind silver for them and other issues that are destroying fair play in this game? Yes. This is something we're already working on. Um, as such, services are obviously not condoned by us. The process requires a lot of manual investigation. There are many different factors for us to consider. Um, so it is unfortunately taking quite a bit of time. We just want to make sure we're absolutely hitting the correct people in our bandwaves and that there can be no doubt of the activities we find on the account. Oh, shit. Do people so, get banned? But how long ago was that? Yeah, question two. When was this posted? In like 2017? Yeah, like, I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. Maybe I've just missed the news. I haven't seen shit. <laughs> this is the first I've heard of them even addressing that piloting is an issue. And I, I, again, I do not believe I've seen a single thing where they said, like, ban wave, we banned, you know, 50 fish spotters, uh, 80, uh, 80 speed hackers, and 150 piloters. Like, that last part never exists. Well, if anyone, he says it was posted in his guild discord April 22nd, 2020, but that's not really helpful because I'm curious when the actual forum post was put up. So if anyone does know when that is from, let us know so we can get a better idea. That that's actually kind of crazy though. I hope that instills fear in the piloters. That means they actually <laughs> would. That means they actually would not have a problem banning people. At least it sounds like via that message. Just kind of, we're gonna better lose a lot of people if that goes yeah, down, just give dude. Them, just give them a three. Just give them a three day ban. You know, stars and main like, well. about to be wide open, dude. Um. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Callahad says, you guys do you. I think after hours is a great idea. What would really be cacao pay to win would be if you blocked out the left ear audio and had to pay for it. LOL. Every second pixel is blackened unless you pay $37.99. And then he says, silly kitty. And then he adds another comment to himself and says, also trillions. $37.99 a month. Don't forget that part. It's not just a one-time payment. It's a, it's a reoccurring, uh, it's a reoccurring oh, yeah. thing. And then Shade, Shade right now linked the uh, when KR banned people. See, in KR, it's a little bit easier with the Social Security thing, too. And it's, like, against yeah. the law. So it's, like, a, it's a weird, it's a different situation. I think it is easier for them slightly. But, um, yeah, they banned It's easier, there. and they take it, I think they take it a lot more serious over there as well. Because yeah. it's actually, like, like you said, I'm pretty sure it's actually against the law. To like give other people your uh your account stuff because it is linked to like your fucking social security or whatever the shit it is. All those players that were banned also served four years in a federal prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Post number three. Oh, so this was on the ban wave from April twenty second. Um, when they banned oh, for that's, other shit. That's when it was posted. Yeah, so that comment was in reply to the ban wave on April twenty second, twenty twenty. So yeah. It's actually relatively new. Cool. Interesting. 
Well, well, hopefully we get more developments on that. I mean, I still say they have to time it on the day Odalita comes out. So all the all the people <laughs> that pilot log in all excited for Odalita and they're like, "What? I can't log in? Bandwave for piloting? No!" I hope they I hope they do figure it out. I really do because this is a problem that BDO has had for a very very long time. And uh, you know, uh, I'm glad they finally did get around to at least admitting that it's a problem and and letting us know that they're working on it. Now we just got to hope that they actually follow through on it. I hope it comes out before I buy my ogre ring so the price goes down. Um <laughs> Soup Pants 14 says, yes, you can make up for gear with skill. Um, the objectively unfair part is, say, we each land one CC, you're going to deal more damage and take less damage with more gear. If we're both uh, same skilled, you're going to win. That's the problem. Going back to my example, if we're both Navy SEALs, same rank and experience, I have the 9mm, you have the fully automatic and armor, you're obviously going to win. Conclusion, can skill supplement gear? Yes. Is it a fair fight if we're same skill but you have better gear? No, and that needs to change. Okay, so first of all, a couple things. One, the analogy still just for me does not work because in that analogy, this fully automatic in armor, I don't know how you're going to land the CC with that 9mm, all right? Um, that's problem number one. Problem number two, yes, you do deal more damage and take less damage, correct. However, the difference in gear has to be pretty significant for someone to not be able to kill someone. So the, the gap has to be huge. Like, we're not talking... Like, I have... What? what how much more gear do I have than you, Rez? Like, gear score-wise. Do we really need to insult me like it's this right now? It, like, I, I would say <laughs> pro probably 100. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, probably. That our gear score difference is, is somewhere near 100, maybe 80, 85 gear score difference. And anyone could tell you to get 85 more gear score past like soft cap is like 100 billion silver. Okay. That just goes to show you how poor and weak Reslar is in this game. Now, that's neither here, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But he can still kill me in one fucking combo 100% of the time. You have to be so dramatically different in, in gear. And, like, it's different for some classes and whatever. I get that. But you have to be so dramatically different. So, yes, you do have the advantage of you might be more tanky and not be able to kill someone. That is true. Um, but it's not so much so that skill can't overcome it. And I, you don't. if Rezlar is even a little bit better than me, he's going to win more of the fights. Like, just that's just how it is um class balance notwithstanding so it's like you're again you say that it, is it fair that for the same skill but you have better gear no and that needs to change like the game it's a progression-based mmo man like gear is always going to be a thing if people aren't grinding for gear they don't have anything to grind for it's like kind of like the basis of the entire thing um yeah this is a this is a fighting game like this is a fighting game second an MMO first. You always got to keep that in mind. Like, it feels like a fighting game, it plays like a fighting game, but it's not. It's not supposed to be, I pick my character, you pick your character, we do the same damage and have the same health and have, you know, similar uh, complexity and combos. At the end of the day, this may feel like a, a fighting game to a lot of people. Me and Frosty have both said that it, it plays a lot like a fighting game, but it's an MMO. Yeah, it... It's just, I mean, I, I get, like, the frustration of, like, no one wants to die just because of gear. 
but it happens. And the cool thing about the game is that you can overcome that with both either just being better than them or going out and getting your gear up. We all have access to getting gear. It's it's yeah. a lot easier to get AP than DP, and it's also not that hard to get accuracy, man. Like you can you can get decent gear with accuracy and and slaughter people with my gear. I, I promise. Um, Kristen Cortez says, "Gin PVP damage of heart hitting has been reduced by about fifty three percent." Angry. That was the global lab notes. Yeah, we don't we don't know what's happening with that. They uh, they're on hiatus. Those that patch um shuri says zerk succession here problem with grabs is people just iframe away sa desync and me missing all three grabs most of the time i have to face tank kunos ninjas sork with s block and hope for a successful grab if they get close catching those guys with just lava piercer plus grab is like trying to catch mosquitoes with toothpicks <laughs> see that's a good analogy that's actually i think Rezar actually does that for sport in his hometown, <laughs> I'm pretty that's sure. Why I'm, that's why I'm so good at grabbing people. I, <laughs> yeah, I like, do that. I, tra I, I train in real life. <laughs> he's like toothpicks. You have the luxury of using toothpicks. Lucky. That's the one. You know what? Not to not to suck my own dick or anything, but that's the one thing that people have always been like. Whoa. Dude, Reslar is on point with his grabs. Like I, I, I have always had people say that I'm on point with my grabs. It's like the one thing I'm good at in the game is the thing that's really easy, apparently, and anybody can do it. Yeah, I uh I, I think the your decent helps. Um <laughs> no no no. Hundred percent it does at times, but it also fucks me a lot, so it it's a double edged sword for sure. Yeah, uh <laughs> two minds. In those in those well, see fuck. I wanna reference something, but it's after hours, so only like ten people have seen it. We did an after hours where uh, I played a class that's not Zerker and I I swear to God, whenever I desync on that class grappling people, it like it went from a 50-50, I get helped or I get hurt, to like an 80-20. Like I like most of the desync was going in my favor. I was like, dude, I should just re-roll this class. What the hell? Dude, you were basically playing a Zerker. You were on a striker, dude. <laughs> you still had two grabs. Alright, um, Two Minds says, I wouldn't mind longer CD on grabs if resist weren't a thing. Using 20 to 30 second cooldown only for it to get resisted would be a huge slap in the face. Yeah, resists are a huge problem. Resists just need to go. The, the, more, the more I talk about it and the more I hear people talk about it, the more I'm just like, why, why are resists even in the game? I, I, I just think they need to go. I, I, don't know what they, I don't know what they are. I don't know what purpose they serve. They're not fun. They're not engaging. It's not... It doesn't make PvP more competitive. Uh, I don't know. I, I just yeah. I wish that it did not exist. It's 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 pretty bad. I, I mean, I still think the grabs would be okay on a twenty to thirty second cooldown, especially the classes that overly rely on them, like Zerker and Warrior, still have their ignore grapple resist passive. So for them, it wouldn't be as bad. Um, I still think overall it'd be it'd be fine for the game if it went up to 20, 30 seconds. But I agree. I also wish resist would get removed. Like just for everyone in general would be nice. Um, Jay replied to him and says, "Why? Because then you'd actually have to CC someone for a kill instead of one button easy kill that takes zero skill." I just want to say, if you've ever watched Two Minds videos, he's not killing people without CCing them. I promise. Um, Talus X Septum says, "I don't think this is a crazy long comment, but here's a TLDR anyway." Um, 
Alright, so he says, the only reason I ruled off Musa was because I was given multiple sources that told me that high-end PvE was pretty bad. Anything past Achman, uh where down attacks weren't there was not uh, generally considered and whatnot was generally considered bottom tier. I'd love to pick it back up though because I absolutely love how it feels for PvP. One thing that no one plays Musa Mayo or highly mobile classes ever talk about is that once you get a taste of that speed, it's so damn hard to play something else. I played Musa, and now I play Valk and Lawn. Lawn feels amazing. Valk feels like depression. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's. I'm just trying to wonder, like, is Musa PvP worse than Kuno Awakening PvP? I, I'm just or PVE. I mean, it's like, how, I just don't. I don't know. Whatever. If if it needs to be buffed, it, it should be buffed. That's. I don't know. Um, Clayton Alexander says, here's the problem with piloting and the like. I've been full pen, gear, and accessories. I did it without selling a single outfit. Don't get payouts. Don't enhance for cash. Just day after day of grind and saving. I don't mind that another player wants to pay for gains. That's fine. But the way it affects me and hardworking players like this. When we finally get enough money together to buy a pen accessory or something, that item has become three times the price on the market and so overinflated that the hardworking player gets shit on and the other player that used whatever to artificially get ahead gets rewarded. Yes. That, that's... And then someone replies, that's why the game is kind of pay-to-win, even though it has nothing to do with what he said. <laughs> At all. <laughs> but that's right. Um, yeah, that's the issue, right? It's like, it's going to take me 8 to 12 weeks to grind for this Pen Ogre Ring that someone is going to be able to buy, and probably it's going to be sold out by the time I get the money in half that time or less. And not from buying and selling costumes, from paying someone to grind for them. So, yeah, it's just uh, yeah, not a fan. Uh, Rebel Alliance does definitely agree with the increasing cooldowns of grabs. Many classes have a grab cooldown of like 8 seconds. Yeah, some are 7 and some are 6, by the way. Um, the same amount of time or less than teleport. My only mobility skill is a caster. Even if I outgear someone like a warrior or a mystic, I manage to survive a grab combo, teleport out to heal after getting up, they dash back at me and grab me again. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Okay, seems fair. I don't see why any grab should have less than a 12 or 14 second cooldown. Don't even get me started on the innate grab resistance penetration. Perfectly balanced as all things should be. By the way, Frosty, I'm sorry you get a lot of hate for playing grab classes. Here we go. Here it comes. It's always sorry first and then the insult later. <laughs> Sorry first for you getting a lot of hate for playing grab classes, but grabs are a hundred percent a crutch because you need to pay so much less attention to what the opponent is doing. <clears throat> that is wrong. That is wrong, dude. <sighs> I don't even know in what world you don't have to pay attention to what the opponent is doing to grab like that. I, it's just not true. That is just not true. I, I don't. I, I will never accept that. I reject that notion. It is wrong. Rebel Lion, you are wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Especially, like, the thing nobody talks about as well. Because, like, on one hand, I, I can see where people are coming from with sentiments like that when it comes to protected grabs. Whenever it comes to unprotected grabs, I think it's totally wrong. But when it comes it's to totally protected wrong. grabs, I'm like, eh, I, I can kind of see where you're coming from. 
Well, but let me ask you this. Then, let me ask you this. Even on your protected grab, what happens if you're against me in a 1v1, you lava piercer and use one of your protected grabs and it fails? What's the thing that happens right after it? Uh, I get CC'd. You get usually. CC'd. Exactly. And so you have to account for things like the opponent's yeah. cooldowns, where they're going to move, what they're going to do. If I miss this grab, is it safe? Am I going to go f close enough to them to actually get the grab on time? Sometimes, you know, people don't realize this, but people miss grabs just because they fucked up their movement. You have to mouse move a Zerker in Lava Piercer to try to land a grab and face the right way. Like, it's not a 360 AoE. It's not a fat range. It's like... There's so much more to grabbing than people think. Like everyone thinks you just run up and grab, run up and grab. They're, right. It's just even against a witch, which is like a standing pillar that is just like a grapple target that says, please come grab me. I will block jump, which locks on, teleports me straight to you. And either A, will take pulse, lands immediately before because they knew it. B, they teleport. And then use forward F, so I miss the grab and I'm stiff in there because you stiffen yourself, and then they float me with detonated flow. Or C, they resist the freaking grab, and Voltaic Pulse CCs me immediately, and I die. Like, there's so many factors that go into it. Plus, I had to try to get to them safely. Once block jumps off cooldown, it's difficult. And if they teleport it, like, there's, I, there's just ways to deal with it that makes it so it's not just... Hey, I have a grab. I'm just going to press E. Like, you have to do all these really technical, difficult things, like teleport in and press Shift F. I don't know. It's just, yeah. Yeah. So, what I was going to say is, like, I, I kind of understand where they're coming from with protected grabs, but even on protected grabs, you still have to worry about, like, what happens if, like, they dodge it. Like you said, like, if I use E grab and then uh, I don't connect with it, like, it's a pretty short animation, and what follows is me just standing there. So I have to immediately follow it up with some form of protection, be it C-Swap, Predatory Hunt, you know, just whatever, basically. Um, and then also, the other thing people don't talk about is, uh, when it comes to grabs, is desync. Like, I know I have worse internet than the average player, so desync is extra shitty for me. But, uh, like, desync affects grabs so much worse than your average cc in my opinion like if somebody desyncs when you stiffen them or if somebody desyncs when you you kd them there's more of a like uh like a chance to deal with that once you realize that the desync is kicked in then whenever you grab someone and you're already started on your next ability in like melee range basically like right on top of them you know what i'm saying yeah. So I, I think on one hand, I understand where people are coming from when they say, like, I hard disagree with unprotected grabs. I think unprotected grabs are just like other CCs in that you have to time them in order to use them properly. I kind of see where people come from with protected grabs, but even then, it's not as if it's a completely brainless, like, I just press it off cooldown and it makes me win. There's still yeah. things that you have to consider revolving around the grab. If if I'm, I'm going to just finish with this. If you complain about grabs and you think grabs are an easy win and you're not a wizard or a witch in Awakening, then that it's a you problem. Also, I do think uh, Wiz makes the point of give Wiz Witch split teleport. Um, Wiz and Witch split teleport. I, I've said a million times, I think that should be a thing. Oh yeah, that that the the whole split teleport thing should just be a thing for which wizard, 
Which and Wizard Succession and Awakening. It makes no yep. sense why it isn't. A hundred percent. I think yeah, there's no reason why that second cooldown should be locked onto the first teleport. It should be separate. It just feels so much better too. I don't know. Um Blary X says striker without grabs is a walking monkey. <laughs> okay. Uh it, no, what? No? The fuck? Striker without Mass destruction, uh fucking what's it called? The the Q? Hello? There's like so much other shit. Twisted collision, mass destruction, uh uh rage hammer, whatever that skill's called, shift that shift Q. Like there's so much other dude, like uh, I, I don't want to get into it, but this is the issue with fucking strikers, man. Is they compare themselves to other grab classes, and it's like, dude, your kit is so fucking loaded outside of your grab, and you're just too brain dead to realize how powerful it is. Like, actually. Not everyone has mass destruction. A fucking protected CC fucking movement ability on a goddamn, like, seven-second cooldown, whatever ridiculous shit it is. Five seconds. Not everybody has Twisted Collision. A protected CC movement ability on, like, a fucking eight-second cooldown or whatever it is. Not everybody has Rage Hammer or whatever it's called. The Shift Q, a protected CC AoE. Like, like Striker's kit is so fucking loaded for 1v1 PvP, and people act like the grab is the only thing they ever CC people with, and it's actually just... It, it boggles my fucking mind as somebody who actually can only CC people with stomp and grapple. Like, that's basically it. That's all we fucking have. Moving shot. And Strikers complain about it. it, it it's so infuriating. And busted ass moving shot. Um, <laughs> and moving shot. If you get CC by moving shot, that's no, your fault, it's dude. so fast. What are you talking about? Not so fast, dude, dude. Are you kidding me? All right, you have to. There's like look at no, 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 like half second animation. Yeah, but you have to off. think about from the opponent's point of view. Zerker is running around and punching the air and doing all this random bullshit when they're right, not right <laughs> next to you. So how am I supposed to know which one of those fucking random bullshit things is moving shot? Also, Moving Shot is on a fucking 11-second cooldown. I agree. It should so... be 30. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dude, and you have to give credit to Strikers. Keeping track of a 5-second cooldown is really hard. Dude, I fucking... I cannot stand Strikers that think their class is so bad. Your class is so fucking loaded, you're just too dog shit to use it properly. Yeah. Um, Blary X asked a random question. What's the outro song called? It's called I, All the Things I'm Not by uh, Hello Stranger. Um, Andre says, Pog, a four-hour podcast. Guess I'm grinding for four hours today. Keck W. Nice to see longer podcasts every now and then. Yeah. I actually couldn't believe it went that long. I still, like, I was like, dude, this is four now. What the fuck? I was kind of shocked. I looked at my uh, clock at one point. And I realized we had been going for like three and a half hours, and I was like, "Oh shit! I don't think we're we're even halfway through the comments yet." Like, what the fuck? Yeah, shit was crazy. Um, Dusty says, "I'd be more interested in dots that disable a food effect temporarily. For example, if poison was rare and blocked food for the duration of the dot." Um, editing as per request. I was just commenting based on what was said. I made my way through the video, my bad. And yeah, I run full ignore resist and it still sucks at times. I like that 0% win CC idea. Um, That's the least that they should do with resistances. Right. Is all resistances drop to 0 whenever you're CC'd. That is the very least thing that they should do. If not, remove resistances entirely. Yep. 
I'd be happy if they just removed them or changed them to do something else. Um, Seth Alexander says DK uses wheel, gets grabbed out of wheel. You know, uh, well, try try being Kuno and Ninja and grabbing a uh, DK out of wheel and see. Just do it, do it ten times, do a test ten times. You just dash into their wheel of fortune and grab them. DK's DK's must think wheel of fortune is like God incinerator levels of slow. Like it's just so easy to grab them out of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's part of it too is just the way we remember fights, right? Like if I win, if I fight someone forty times and I lose ten, I'm probably gonna remember those ten losses more than I'm gonna remember the thirty wins, and I'm gonna remember why I lost, and oh, especially yeah. if it made me upset. That that's kind yeah. of one of the things too. Um, I I mean I it would be nice if like Seth Alexander here had a parenthesis that said also uses wheel. And CCs, ninjas, and kunos all the time who try to grab me out of wheel. <laughs> uh, Drastic says trillions. <laughs> the Musas- I agree. Trillions. The, the Musassin says Kyrim hit the nail on the head, but I'm going to hit it harder. I like that, dude. Um, basically, <laughs> we didn't get any buffs, and Musa needs PvE damage buffs that make sense without making it OP. Don't know why Warrior and Guardian are the way they are. Well, you have to, you have to take your pick, right? Do you want Guardian and Warrior to have high damage and Musa to be caught up, or do you want them to just be brought down to Musa level? You can pick one or the other. Can't have both. Um, Zero H says, can agree with Nayashi that ping affects damage. It only seems to be one way, though. Tested and needed a full combo with crit buffs and DP buffs, and Aussie trial suck Mystic at 275 AP, but half comboed traded to death by him made no sense. I tested with suck Mystic on NA. They were not that tanky. Edit fought a 277, 365, NA suck Mystic today. One comboed them, no problem. Still need like 90% of the combo to kill me. Def did not manage to kill me with trades though, lol. Also, hell yes to no stamina cost, unprotected May Musa movement carver. Um, Ninja's ghost greeting, murderous intent, shadow stomp covers the same if not more ground, yet no stamina cost. All have CCs. They can have three, we should have one, it's fair. Um, wonder what Kyrie meant by stub arrows being multi-hit though. Besides double slash triple shot that no one uses, stub and charge stub are all single hit CCs. Uh, our resident, our resident Maywell is not here today, so we can't answer that question for you. Yeah, I'd imagine if the damage number is X whatever three, then uh, based on some testing, I guess maybe all three of those hits have a chance to CC which some older skills do and some pre-awakened skills do work that way. Um, but I'm, I'm not too sure. Uh, Chibi Neko says, TLDR, add separate damage formula for large scale that applies to large scale only. Most MMOs have this. Makes balancing easier. Another easy fix for large scale problem. Uh, for this large scale problem, instead of making classes tankier, they should just add a separate damage formula for large scale where damage is reduced. Almost all MMOs do this to account for the large scale damage they're taking due to spam, number of players. I don't know why they're wasting their time with these balance changes where the problem lies because they made the formula for PvP for only one that includes 1v1, small scale, and large scale. Doing this will give them room to to balance one and not affect other aspects of the game for that class. I mean, I, I'm not opposed to this, but kind of like Kyrim said, if you're an assassin class where your one job is to like isolate people and kill them, and if the damage reduction is to a point where you can't kill people with assassin classes, it just makes them all 
even more useless than they are currently. I mean, especially in like Castle Siege, where they can't even like isolate people. It's really difficult. But yeah, it's not a bad idea. I mean, overall, it, I, I'd rather have that than PA for sure. Um, Mayo Knight says, I think Rezar. Oh, okay, I might have to do a TLDR for this one because it's kind of long, but let me just get his Rezar point um, across first. He says, I think Rezar is off target when he says two protections for Valk would be so completely different than anything the other front lines have, but I think his overall impression of it being very strong is on point. Um, Forward Guard plus Super Armor is a worse version of an iframe. Mystic Striker Flash Step and Awakened Warrior Head Chase. Okay, now, while I agree with the first part i have to point out mystic and striker flash step is only iframe when off cooldown on that first dash and same thing with awaken warrior head chase it's only iframe when off cooldown on that first dash whereas head chase or not head chase um shield chase is going to be forward guard and super armor for all three of those shield chases so it's a little bit different um but uh your point is taken Valk's only invincible skill period is Sanctitus, basically a worse version of Kuno's Suck Dance. Oh, okay, he, he fixed that. I had to tell him, like, he better add the word suck in there, because Kuno Awaken Dance is actually dog shit. Um, anyway, so his TLDR, Valk having two protections alone isn't a deviation from design, because iframes are essentially 2.5 to 3 protections themselves, but Valk could still be totally busted like Maywa if these changes mean what um, we think they do. Also, so many dumb comments in the last video made me sad. I had full rants written out about the paywall piloting and objectively unfair comments, but honestly don't think the comments merit taking up time on the next podcast. Keep up excellent work you guys do, and, and lovely to hear reasonable Musa for once. Yeah. Uh, so that TLDR doesn't make a lot of sense to me because it is a deviation from design for frontline. Like I, I kind of, I, I guess I can kind of understand what you're saying with the whole iframe thing. Although I don't think I agree that iframes are like two or two and a half protections or whatever. I, I see what you're trying to argue, but my whole thing is, is that the the whole frontal guard and super armor thing that Valk is going to get on their movement is something that is specific like that is a frontline specific thing that all the front lines could have and that would help all of them like why is the lava piercer not frontal guard and super armor why is uh forward thrust on warrior pre-awakening the the dash why is that not forward guard and super armor you see what i'm saying so it it doesn't make a lot of sense to me i know people think that valk is weak and to an extent, I think it is. At least the Awakened version is. I think it is fairly weak. Uh, I mean, it's a three-minute class similar to Zerker. You just build ulti and then you kill ten people. Um, so I can see why they would get it first. But my issue is that there are other classes that also could really benefit from that sort of change. Where I don't think it would affect that much in 1v1. Because you're just changing one protection to two protection but it would actually help quite a bit in large scale. Like I know not taking like a thousand to 1500 damage, trying to lava piercer into a group would help a lot on berserker. That's the only thing that I was, the only point that I was trying to make. So that's, that's, that's all I was saying. Like, uh, I don't mind that being on Valk, but I think you're underselling just how like powerful that, that is going to be, I think, honestly. 
and how much that would help all the other frontline classes as well. I um I don't really have a problem with it. I, I'm look I'm trying to look at the silver lining of like if they're doing this to Valk, maybe they'll do it to the other frontline classes as well in some capacity. Yeah, and that's the hope, right? Like yeah. it, I mean if this ends up being a meaningful change and it you know it actually results in some some nice uh balance change for Valk, then the hope is that they'll apply it to other melee classes as well. Like imagine in Node War and Siege using um Guardians Ford F. I forget the name of it now, the run, where like you can block the damage so you're not dead on the way in, but you also don't get CC'd from random shit from behind you or the side. Right. Um, That's what also, it'd be, it makes yeah. it a safe disengage, right? So if you can stay in that fight long enough for that to come off cooldown, then you can disengage relatively safely. Like you could still die standing up, but, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Front, front line's rough right now, man. They're in a rough spot. I has issues. And that's says, the that's the weird thing about the the HP change. It's like <laughs> with the HP change now, it's like frontline and uh, like flex are also kind of having some issues. Yeah, it's like oh. So now it, it used to be like it used to be like okay, so basically you want to be witch wizard, uh, archer, or if you like being a three minute class zerker for like ball stuff, or you can pick a flex class and go do flex things on the side, and that's all fun. And now, like, even flex stuff is kind of a little fucked because of the HP stuff. So now it's literally just, yeah, you, and Archer is kind of falling off as well. So now it's basically, you want to be Witch Wizard, uh, Guardian, or uh, if you like being useful once every three minutes, you play a Zerker, basically. And that's it. <laughs> Nothing else. Um... I has this. She says, four hours. I demand this to be the new standard. Great podcast. Kyrian was an awesome guest. Keep it up, guys. That'll You're out of your mind if you think we're doing four hours every week. That'll never be the standard. Slosh Money says, if they make grab cooldown longer, which I'm fine with them doing, then KD should not prevent V just saying balance and all the things. Yeah, KD should not. Nothing. No CC should nothing, prevent V. Yeah. The only thing that should prevent <laughs> V, in my opinion, is the fucking cooldown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. The only thing that should stop V from going off is it being on cooldown. <laughs> um, if they remove protected area effect from CC, what if they remove protected area effect from CC targets? It would create more mindful combat and large scale. And instead of giving 999 DR, it could give percentage damage reduction, maybe like 30%, not 30% DR, but damage overall. Um, I like one or the other idea. I don't know if both would be good. If it was just a 30% damage reduction, it'd be manageable, right? Um, but it's not... It is kind of interesting to think about... Like, if you imagine a ball versus ball, what the engagement would be, like, the tactics would be, like, now you're not just trying to deal damage. You're trying to CC people, because if they get CC'd, they lose their PA. That that would actually be pretty interesting. Um, and it would make classes with a lot of CCs more useful, even if their damage isn't great. But I don't know. They'll probably do neither. Kanji Personal says, yes, it does have that issue. It's random when it happens. He's talking about Night Crow going into Storming Crow, the Sork thing. Uh, I'm sorry, but it's not. It's just not remotely close to the same as Musa's chase when it goes from iframe to SA. 
the issue and the gap that they get sometimes. Like they only need a minor, minor, minor amount of latency for them to get caught out of that. Whereas like Sorks can, you can Nitro and Storming. It is the most consistent two skills that chain together in like the entire game when it comes to protection. Going from Nitro to Storming Crow to Nitro to Storming Crow by just holding it. There, there's like literally nothing in the game more consistent than those together. Like actually, so yeah, it, it's just not the same. I get that maybe it's happened to you, but you have to have such an immense amount of latency for that to happen. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Nuisance Sun PT says important. The comment from Logan is a trap. <laughs> okay, I see. He's doing. He's uh, some. We had like some spam comment. Did you delete it, Rez? I think I did. Okay. I don't remember. We'll be on top. We're getting more of those lately, dude. I I, I told him. Like, there's one like every video now. It's so annoying. It's because we're so famous, dude. Um, thank you, Reslar. That was exactly what I was trying to say about the raid slash dungeons. English is not my first language, so it's a little hard to explain. Pretty much a better ultra blood. By the way, I rewatched the first episode recently because I needed something to playing while grinding. Listening to you guys back then. Uh, talking about Shy and Guardian is so fucking funny compared to the opinions you have now. Keep it up. Love the podcast. Wait, what's funny about it? <laughs> what was our was our opinion bad? Probably. Huh? Probably. Uh, my opinion yeah. on Shy is uh, unwavering. It's a trash class. Um, <laughs> uh, Lee C says, "Oh boy, four hours, thirty-seven minute long video." If you read my comment, "Hello, mom, I'm on the internet." <laughs> I love that you and your mom listen to the show. Uh, Empyrean Dreamer says Wheel of Fortune has gaps, a longer animation, a bit shorter if you're succession, and DK in general is so ridiculously squishy that you can't really trade with any other classes. With all that in mind, you definitely need to think about when you when to use Wheel despite its low cooldown. You have to main DK for five minutes to learn that spamming it without thinking is usually suicide. Alright. If you're going to take that argument, you have you have to agree that it's the same for grabs. It just is. Also, DK doesn't have to be ridiculously squishy. I've fought geared DKs, and if you're trying to trade with someone and you have DP, uh, surprise, surprise, it actually does help. And you can yeah. cancel out I'll, of the end of wheel with Nocturne. DKs are hella squishy. Uh, laughs and Ranger, hello. Yeah, you know... I, who... I, feel, I feel like nothing is as squishy as a Ranger. That class just melts when you breathe in its direction, I feel like. You know what other class is, is squishy? Every single one that gets hit by a DK. <laughs> Small Dick Stole Your Girl said, Give Fire Angel Super Armor when? You gotta remove that CC first, you know? That's the rules. I don't understand. the fire. Would you be using it as an engage? The problem is, is that you guys have so much protection already that it, you're just gonna be running more. I, I don't like Fire Angel as having Super Armor, dude. I, maybe I'm, things yeah, that that's promote kind of weird, aggression, you, you, but... Uh, you already have chase, and I, I know every Musa and Maywa thinks they can only chase three times before they're out of stamina. But the fact of the matter is, you have chase, and you can spam it like a lot. Um, so pretty, I, I, pretty sure Ky Kyrie mentioned that Fire Angels shouldn't have SA on the podcast, if I remember correctly. For balance, why it, it like doesn't make sense for it to get it would be too strong. He posted a comment. Maybe it was in there. He talked about it. No, it's not on that one. Um, he says I was too. Uh, Tristesi says I was too fast with my comment and take it back. Good arguments, Reslar. <laughs> I don't know what he's referring to. Oh, there's another comment. for He made an early comment where he like uh, hard disagreed with something that we said. I don't remember mm -hmm. what it was. And then he posted that later on. 
So I forget what he disagreed with, but I think it was something referring to our arguments about grabs, basically. Right. Okay. Um, Micus131 says, so long as classes with easy dive mobility into full super armor AOE nukes with built-in tankiness exist, there needs to be protected grabs to punish that sort of brain-dead gameplay. Get rid of the former and you can pile drive grabs into the grave as much as you want. Um, Blood Diamond 78 says, a four and a half hour podcast. You guys are spoiling me. Appreciate the podcast you guys do. The longer, the better. Glad you like it. Uh, is that a triple stun from the Mystic? It says Todd Thorson. No, it's not. It's a stiffen. It's uh, a stiffen, yep. Austin Lasseter says, make grabs active Q blockable. I uh, just, I can't with wait, that suggestion. Wait, 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 wait. What? He thinks what? that if, if someone goes for a grab, you should be able to block the grab with a Q block. No. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> Grabs are in all... I'm, I don't think people realize that grapples are a thing in a lot of fighting games. Like, in general. It's not, it's not like a new concept that BDO came up with. Um, you know what's hilarious to me the most about this whole grapple argument that we're kind of... We're, we're having in our community right now? So it has no that, bearing on large scale whatsoever. Yeah, well, kind of <laughs> tangentially related to that. You know what's like the only counter to Guardian? <laughs> hmm. uh, grappling them. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that that Guardian that just dives into your ball and then gets uh, like twenty kills because you all just stood there trying to cast your uh, your fucking beta male CCs on them. If you just had a grab there, that would not have been an issue. No, remove grabs from the game. Um, like, uh, perfect example. I was watching Norelio's stream the other day. I think it was yesterday. And somebody linked him a clip of this Guardian in EU Siege, Calfion Castle. This kid, I legit think for probably 30 to 40 seconds, just runs around through an entire guild all by himself, rotating super armors. And getting like I, I think over the course of the whole clip he probably got like thirty kills or some like insane amount of shit like that. And the whole time I'm just like, why is no one grabbing this man? Just put him on the ground. Like somebody just look at him and go, Hey, that's probably something that I should deal with. Like it's not like they're hard to grab. I will never understand like people forget that they have grapples when they go in large scale. It's actually insane. Yeah. Well, I know I'm not using my grab on a guardian, dude, because the second I go up in that little spinny animation, I get CC'd out of it, and I'm done. <laughs> uh, Orakami says, as a Valk, unprotect unprotected grab equals yes. I need to wait for the exact moment to use it, and I don't have the warrior 90% success buff. I fail grabs or land them in lag land, but grabs are not a win condition. Um, <laughs> so Mayo Knight replied to him and said, good news, we're about to be busted regardless of grab. Uh, R9S says, LMFAO, my papiches, uh, is my IRL friend. He couldn't wait for this. <laughs> Did you just say my papiches? Yeah, my papiches. <laughs> my my papiches? Oh, shit, I just realized we didn't read the Patreons at the start. I'm going to have to edit that in. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, you fucked that. up, dude. Uh, I did, I did. I'll edit it in. It's fine. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, my Papitches is my IRL friend. Couldn't wait for this podcast specifically. Grab is fucking BS in this game, says Justin. Oh, I moved on. Uh, Justin P. Martin says, Grab is fucking BS in this game. Should be a one-minute cooldown plus. No. <laughs> <laughs> I say I say it should be lined up exactly with your V. It should be a five-minute cooldown just like V. And <laughs> if the player is knocked down or CC'd, you shouldn't even be able to use it just like V. Uh, Realistically, I think grabs could do with the increased cooldown, but I think even you guys are being a little harsh with your like twenty to thirty seconds. I think like probably like fifteen seconds would be like fifteen seconds is a long time, man. That's a long time for you to not have to worry about a grapple. I I think that's I think that's plenty of time. Well, I mean, I hear you, but then I look at Shadow Explosion, which doesn't have a CC and doesn't have protection, has a 16-second cooldown. I'm like, you know, 20-second cooldown on a grab makes sense. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Like, Uh, 15 to 20 seconds is, I think, probably where you could put it and make minimal changes elsewhere to, like, other abilities, and it would probably be fine. Invendention in silent chat says, I agree, five minute cooldown on grab, but also do a five minute cooldown on chase. Uh, <laughs> yeah, here, look, you can have super armor on fiery angel, but chase now has a five minute cooldown. And uh, on that five minute cooldown, it's also the iframe chase. So half the time you just get caught out of it anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um,. Yeah, maybe like if you only have yeah, like uh, not not red is saying if you only have one grab, maybe forty or fifteen seconds is enough. But if you have two, having like a twenty-five second cooldown on multiple again with Zerker yeah, being but, the only exception. Again, like these classes with like multiple grabs, uh, excluding Zerker because Zerker mm-hmm. only has grabs. Usually, the other one is unprotected. And I just don't feel like protected and unprotected are on the same field. Protected makes your grab so much stronger. Well, yeah, way no, I stronger. Agree. But like, let's say suicide fall and flash bondage. Do you really think that Ninja would be suffering super hard if, let's say, suicide fall was like a twenty-second cooldown, flash bondage is twenty-five? Well, they still can do six grab attempts or five and a half grab attempts every minute. Yeah, but the thing is, is like, how often do ninjas get CCs with fucking grapple? They don't. They get it with malice. They get it with beheading. Mm. They get it with shadow stomp. Like, they don't just walk up and grapple you like a striker or a zerker or a valker or a warrior does. It doesn't no, happen. They still get, they still get them kind of a lot. I mean, it's why everyone's complaining. I, I think I think if you did something like unprotected grapples, maybe you put them around around like fifteen seconds protected grapples you put them around like 20 seconds obviously you deviate you know two to three seconds based on what else is going on in their kit or whatever i think that would probably be fair in all honesty yeah uh don't forget about tamer everyone else does says shade i mean no you're right shade tamer also should have a 30 second cooldown on their grab um <laughs> Tamer Tamer should have a five minute cooldown on uh summoning their hailing and a twenty minute cooldown on consuming their hailing because that buff is fucking nutty. Dude, the I mean shade, for example, like people how easy I mean, is it that easy to grab? Do you feel like your grab on Tamer makes it so you just free win against other classes, whereas like people that don't have grabs actually have to think? It, like I feel like you have to have never played a grab class to feel that way. 
Yeah. It's the only thing I can think of, is if you actually believe that I don't have to learn the opponent and what they're doing or follow or make any actual decisions because I have a grab, is it is just you literally just haven't played it or didn't take any time to learn like how it actually works. And tamer grab is unprotected, right? And again, like to go back to what I said about like ninja for instance, like that's one of those classes that's not like a zerker or a striker. You don't see them just walk up and like grab people. They almost always get a CC with another ability first and then they'll follow up with a grapple. They'll get like a tamer trap or fucking whatever. Like I feel like I never just have a tamer walk up and grab me. It's always they like stiffen me with some bullshit that I can't tell what it is because it's all just black goo everywhere, and then I get grappled afterwards. Like I feel like that's almost always what happens. Okay, so uh, Milo Lubin says, "Holy shit, it's four point five hours." Yep. Yeah. Uh, Kyrim, this is where Kyrim comments and said, "Just to be clear, when I was talking about strong mooses, uh, quad gnome is definitely my first choice. I say this because due to my sentence, it led into thinking I said quad wasn't a top musa." As for the arguments and ideas of Musa changes, a lot more than what I talked about during the podcast um, would be interesting, but on this, I cover a few reasonable changes that wouldn't break the class, as removing stamina costs on standing moves, being unprotected, and offering no movement while still giving the Musa player some tools on low stamina. Also, I talk a lot about resource limitations on classes, and this is even more punishing when resistances are a thing, which is something we didn't really talk about. Finally... Uh, when we talk about grabs in general, due compensation to the affected classes are definitely needed. And sorry if you couldn't understand me properly. English isn't my first language, and I lack experience. You did fine, Kyrie. You did just fine. Um, yeah, resistances also are awful. Um, Small Dick Stole Your Girl <laughs> asked, what do you think about Super Armor on Fire Angel? Do you think it would be too strong? I think it would just make sense. Uh, just make the class a lot more fun to play. IMO. And then... Uh, he had a couple other things, and then, but Kyrene responded, I think we need to have holes in unprotected skills to keep a balance and make sure we can be dealt with by other means than a grab. That's why I'm a bit reluctant to the idea of having Angel protected, but it would definitely make it more fast-paced, give more offensive options, since Angel being unprotected puts a risk on it, which, in a sense, isn't a bad thing. I told you he talked about it in a yeah. comment. Um, Bilvers after that said, love the length of the video. Going to listen to it my whole day at work tomorrow. Uh, Andrew says four hours. I'm strapping in boys. <laughs> and, uh, Milo Lubin says second. And you second because that spam comment first, I believe. And then I removed it. So you're technically, you're technically first. So don't, don't feel bad. Yeah. You're, you're first by default. Cause the actual first was a fucking bot and it got removed. <laughs> I like that the bot is our biggest fan. <laughs> Invendentia in, in chat says, maybe they think it's easy, like grab is easy because they have chase and can just dash around and get up to people with no effort whatsoever. So if they have a grab, they could just dash up to people and press it. Um, I mean, that's the thing too, right? It's like, I, I guess if, especially if you have DP and you're actually just chasing around like point blank on someone and keeping pressure on them, then grabs prevent you from being able to do that. But I, that's one of the beauties of the game is like the style differences and how your play style has to change based on who you're fighting. You know what I realized last hmm. episode that I don't I don't know if I brought this up. I may have. So let me know if I'm just like repeating myself from last episode. But it, it feels bad because I'm about to shit on Mooses and Maywaz and uh, uh, Nayashi's not here to defend them. Uh -oh. But 
I think there's an issue with Mooses and Maywalls where they think that they're gated by their resources and no other class is gated by anything. Whereas I think Musa and Maywa is so gated by resources because they have such low or basically no cooldowns. There's no cooldown on Chase. Dragonbite is a three-second cooldown. Blooming is a pretty low cooldown. Uh, like Red Moon, pretty low cooldown. Like these very low cooldown abilities. Whereas a lot of other classes, their movement and CCs, I think, are on quite a lot higher cooldowns. So it's more of a cooldown management game than a resource management game. Like, I'm not going to lie, like, my, like, I rarely, rarely worry about my stamina and almost never worry about my WP on a Berserker. But you know what I'm constantly, like, I don't know what my eyes are focused on, like, probably 70 to 80% of a fight. I'm literally staring at my cooldowns on the left side of my character, like, waiting for shit to come off of cooldown. And I, I, I mean, I'm sure if Nayashi was here, he would say, well, we watch our cooldowns too. We have our cooldowns too. But I, I just feel like you do not have to worry as much about cooldowns on Musa and Maywa. And it's more of a, fuck, I have to pay attention to my WP. Fuck, I have to pay attention to my stamina. I can't just be spamming things because I have to, pay, I have to manage my resources a lot harder than every other class. But I, I think it's just a trade-off, honestly. I think it's just a trade-off. But I, I think they don't realize that, honestly. I think they think every class has uh, infinite movement that they can just use whenever they like. I think they think every class has a goddamn three-second protected CC that also moves you forward. There are like, a lot of classes that wish they had Musa Maywa movement. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Their protected movement. <clears throat> like Kafka, Waken, Kuna. And like, I'm not saying Chase is OP. Like, I know that's what every, like, Musamewa thinks when people say, well, Chase is protected and you can spam it. Oh, well, you, do you think it should be nerfed? No, I think it's fine the way it is, but I think you're just not acknowledging that it is protected. Every single time you move is protected. And yes, desync happens. Yes, gaps exist. It exists for everybody. But, like, that chase is a very strong movement ability. And just because you have to manage your stamina to use it properly, like Nayashi does, whenever he complains about chase while simultaneously, I'm literally watching him just clap people and easily manage his stamina, no problem, while holding a conversation at the same time. Like, it's just, I, 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 guys are not the only ones that are, like, have things to manage or have to pay attention to things or are gated by certain things it's just you're differently you have different things to manage you're differently gated and just because it's different doesn't mean it's necessarily harder and that that's the only thing that's the thing that i I really noticed last episode i think so also i would love to go i i would i wish the community could get behind like hey, we should buff the classes that are in need versus, like, we should nerf the other classes. That, I know I've mentioned this already, but I, I'm not a big fan of, like, if, if you play, you have to invest so much time in this game and you, you main a class or play a class or whatever, like, it, it's a shitty feeling. Everyone has been there at some point in the game or at, where your class gets nerfed and it dramatically changes how you have to play your class. And it's, like, an awful feeling, especially if you were having fun, you know? So I, I'm not, I, I wish the, the sentiment wasn't always like, 
these all need to be nerfed because they're good. Like, shouldn't every class be good? I, I just feel like every class should be good. Like, good is a good thing. Not like, I don't know why every class has to be mediocre for it to be balanced. Just seems see, like dumb to me. I don't know. I, I agree with you, but I disagree with you at the same time because how many good classes are people saying should be nerfed? I feel like the only classes that there's widespread like community agreement that need to be nerfed are the ones that are fucking insanity, like Guardian, like Sork. Like these classes that are so far above and beyond what other classes are capable of. I think nobody has a problem with classes being good. I think people have a problem with classes that are fucking insane. That's what people have a problem with. Maybe. Like, I don't, I I don't mean, know. People like, have a people, problem with losing to every class, and then it becomes people, like, yes, that but should that's be just, that's, that's just baby rage. I'm talking about like widespread consensus in discussion. Like, people don't complain about, uh, like, I mean, people do complain. Let's get that out of the way first. People complain, but there aren't calls for nerfs on, like, Witch and Wizard, really, aside from PA. Well, we're not going to talk about Suck Wizard. Like, Awakening stuff. Even though, like, in large scale, they are really strong. But the only thing people complain about is PA. They don't talk about the fairly low cooldown, giant protected AoE skills that occasionally also CC, if it's fucking Voltaic or Cataclysm. But, like, those skills are fine. Why? Because they're they're a specialized class. They're good at the one thing that they do. And people are fine with it for the most part. The only issue they have is with PA, which is what pushes those cl- those classes into that realm of fucking absurdity. So I, I agree that I I wish people I agree with the sentiment of buff weak class over nerf like let like a weak class or stronger class, but I I don't think there's this widespread call to just nerf everything down to everything being irrelevant. I think people just want to see nerfs for classes that are insane, like the Guardian right now is the number one issue that everyone has. And I think I would rather see Guardian be brought down than everyone be brought to Guardian's level, because Guardian's fucking insane, bro. And I think it's impossible to put every class on Guardian's level that they're on right now. Yeah, I mean, I I get that. But like, I mean, Guardian's kind of a, a, a little bit of a rare case, but it's like anytime someone, I don't know, like... A cooldown. I feel like you can be subtle with Guardian. Like people want Guardian to do no damage and lose their block and lose the slows. And like if that happens, like right. I don't know, man. People actually enjoy the class, so I'm just not really for removing it. It, it just. Like that. It. I think I really do think, in my professional opinion, as someone who doesn't play Guardian, I do think the only thing that they need to change is some cooldowns. I, I really do feel like that would be enough, honestly. Yeah, it would definitely the thing be is, a start, you, at least, you know? You don't want to change, like, people are like, it shouldn't do damage. Well, it has to do damage because it's slow. Well, make it not slow. Well, then it loses its identity. Like, the whole point of the Guardian is supposed to be this slow, tanky juggernaut that does an assload of damage if you stand in its slow AoEs. Like, that's the whole point of it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, maybe the slows should also go to an extent, maybe not go completely, but get some nerfs. But that's only, I I think that's only because you can slow stack. And slow stacking should just not be in the game to begin with. Slow stacking is the worst fucking thing. Like, I will never understand why slow stacking is a thing. And if it wasn't a thing, I really don't think Guardian would be that much, like, I don't that terrible. 
It's the issue when you have to deal with Guardian slows on top of every other slow, on top of a Grave Digger, on top of a Devastation, on top of a Retardando, on top of a like five million fucking slows that Suck Wizard puts out. So I I don't know. Slow stacking should be a thing, and I think that would fix the slow issue with Guardian and just increase some cooldowns. Yeah, by a little Incre- bit. A couple seconds yeah. here and there on a couple things. Um, and I, I think that would be fine. And then we can all collectively go back to agreeing that Sork is the most OP class in the game and needs to be nerfed. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, all right, so that's the end of the show. Um, I want you to do your little Patreon speech and stuff while I use the restroom. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. So uh, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Thank you for joining us if you're here in the live stream. Uh, we got some some people in the house. Uh, that I would like to give a shout out to saw rock. You've been around for quite a long time. Thank you for being here. Shade, our guest from a couple episodes back has been uh, commenting, linking us posts and then telling us uh, tamer things. Thank you for being here. You may not Also someone who's been around the podcast for a long time. Thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, I don't know if Tim's still here. Tim was here earlier. Thank you for, uh, for being here, Tim, uh, Tim Allen. That is, uh speaking of tim allen by the way uh he's got a new podcast that he does it's tim allen uh uh joe never fails uh who else potion shop and moreland and i think it's called uh nerds and words i believe and i think they're streaming it every saturday so if you're interested in uh more long form content you can check that stuff out i watched yesterday's episode uh, live as they were streaming it. It was quite enjoyable. So if you're interested in more long-form content, make sure you go check that stuff out. Uh, they're all great guys. They all, uh, you know, they work well together. They're all pretty fun. Joe and Potion Shop in one podcast. Dude, that's what makes it entertaining. That's what makes it entertaining. You gotta watch it. It's pretty great. Um, I gotta podcast, say, I, have, I haven't or, seen it yet. Potion Shop is like... Like, I know a couple episodes ago, somebody said that I was like uh, Alex Jones. Dude, Potion Shop is literally Alex Jones, but BDO. <laughs> it's it's insane. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's a pretty fun show. Uh, so go check that out. It's um, too much mapping simp in one place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, we have a Patreon now, so if you want to support us in that way, then you can do that. Uh, we have like specialized Discord rules, so also join the Discord uh, for updates. That's the only place that we post updates on what's going on. Um, so check that out if you're interested. Link down below. Uh, uh, I think that's it. Yeah, There's I stream no twitch.tv slash SoFrosty. I stream every day, basically, more or less. Same. And uh, I mostly am just arguing with my chat. You know, about yeah. Kuno balance. Um, also, do you think we're ever going to get invited to one of those podcast runs? What podcast? Any of them. Just any of them. <laughs> any, we Just did get invited them. to one. And then our our invite got taken back, essentially. Because yeah. it got canceled. Yeah, and then they never invited us back. So. You know what? I actually get it, though. Because we have been really selfish and we don't ever invite anyone on ours. <laughs> <laughs> so it actually makes sense uh, i think the that issue I think is it. i think the issue is we're just not we don't have a big enough following you know it's like you only invite people that can add something to your following so that you know uh you want to you want to leech off of their following 
So, at least that's what I've been told. That's what I do. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was just yeah. a thought. Check, you know, pie in the out, sky. Uh, Crazy daydreaming check- Frosty over here. <laughs> 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 check out frosty uh twitch.tv slash so frosty check out nyashi he's not here but i'll plug him anyway twitch.tv slash nyashi underscore na i don't know how much he's gonna be streaming here recently because you know wedding marriage that sort of stuff yeah so uh if you do happen to catch him on stream tell him congratulations on the whole marriage thing and uh we'll miss him whenever his wife inevitably removes him from bdo because he's a married man now and he's not allowed to play silly video games anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's it for this episode, guys. Thanks for watching, and we will catch you next time. Mine.